Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Season 4 of the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture load up their 1966 Ford Thunderbird and set off on the road trip of a lifetime, not just finding adventure along the way, but finding each other. My name is Tony C, and we're going to be talking about all things Christ culture, nerd culture, geeky, gamer, all the things that get you excited and glorify God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always... Back from his dream vacation, neck deep in a bowl of waffle crisp, Steve Supremo. Oh, I miss waffle crisp so much. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? I can't have it. Steven, you just told me you didn't go on vacation. I, a dream vacation. It's a dream vacation. Oh. It wasn't a real vacation. Oh. It's a dream vacation. I would not lie to you. And, like that. <laughs> Why'd you lie to me? So and there is no, there's face. no vacation accommodations where they will put you neck deep in a bowl of waffle crisp. <laughs> Although if there was. I would oh be there. He would be there. <laughs> With my mouth open, just come to me. You, you, you crispy man. waffles. I just, I want your delicious waffles <laughs> inside Listen, of my mouth hole. Waffle crisp is my all-time favorite cereal, and they took it off the shelves like All 15 right. years and ago. And then mm. Steven went on a diet where he's not eating cereal, and they brought it back just to mock him. Can we get some shirt that just says, come hither, waffle crisp? <laughs> or is it General Mills? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Curse you, unnamed cereal co- company. <laughs> well, curse you, post either the cereal you or the Washington. And the, and the Quaker Oats. <laughs> and the Kellogg's Rooster. And the, get and all of you. And all that bag. And the Malta Meal bag yeah, people. Yeah, the bag cereal. <laughs> Malta Meal. Malta Meal. You look the same, but you taste slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> Malta Meal is the of champion childhood. of my childhood. Oh, and here comes across the table. A man ranked 101 on the list of Orlando's 100 best tourist attractions, often imitated, <laughs> never duplicated. It is the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I'm going to make it to the big leagues one day. <laughs> Just you watch. I'm going to uh, do it. I'm number 99, Mom. We did it. Maybe I should lower the prices. <laughs> have a, have a coupon risky. day or something. Yeah. Yeah. 20% yeah. off. You have a coupon you're, day. Just, you're right there next to the empty husk that was Splendid China. Oh. Google it, everybody. Or the um, parking lot that is wet and wild. Oh, oh too oh, soon. That, that We're def- that volcano bay. We're oh. def almost died. Well, Aquatica is the number one. Wait, water wait. Did park. you almost die at of pneumonia at wet and wild? What? No. Yes. The, oh yeah. When when wet and wild was closing, they had like three days left, and Jackie and I almost went, but then Jackie got sick, said I don't want to go by myself, so we didn't go. So Neff and his best friend Blake went like that Friday. In December, it was freezing. To a wow. water park, sixty-one degrees. Outside. It would have been nice the day we would have went. Yeah, it was actually a nice. Day. I mean, those I guys that think there. that Orlando, Florida, is always warm and sunny. We have about three days of winter. Yeah. And Neff went on the third day. <laughs> <laughs> and on the third day, Neff got the Neff splashed in the water. <laughs> Neff, Neff wept. <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing a scarf and carrying a glass bottle of Coca-Cola. Wet Aww. Neff wept. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, moving right along with our introductions tonight, this lovely lass is always fun to travel with because she still pays the kids' price at the theme parks. Aww. And she can also fit in most carry-on bags. I can. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. It is. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Hi. She's a freaking treasure. Who would stuff her in a bag? <laughs> Who would stuff her in a bag? That's horrible. I've stuffed myself in the one. How, how Explain does the scenario. Stuff the 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 why, why do you only get luggage with zippers on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> she really wants to make an assignment on Justin travel. Bieber concert. <laughs> no. 
No. I don't, what, what does that even know. mean? What does that even mean? I was, <laughs> That's called, I had, I was two for two, and I went for a third one and lost. Somebody opens up the bag, and they're like, see Jackie in there? And they're like, you can't have this water bottle. <laughs> and he just lets it go. Uh, excuse me, your carrying on, your carry-on is uh, moving, and then you just unzip it, and you just see her face, and she's like, shh. <laughs> she just sli- she slowly l- slips him a box of waffle crisp. Ah, they're going to up. Russia. It's crazy. There should <laughs> be fine. Indeed. Uh, moving right along, he would love to travel more if only he had the time because he is Orlando's busiest working artist. Official Ness, EJ Nieves. It's your boy. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I whispered Hello. the boy for you. Eli oh, that's a weird Don't ruin that say. for me, Steve. That's a weird phrase. <laughs> I whispered the boy. <laughs> I whispered the boy. That's the most for you. Was that a Can George? Even... It's a George Michael cover band. What is that? <laughs> it sounds like a song that like Enya would sing. Whisper the boy. Whisper the boy. Whisper the boy. Volume. Why are we all doing interpretive dance to that? <laughs> we need to be back on video, guys. You're missing away, out. You're missing out right away, now. <laughs> whisper the boy. Oh, uh, good times. Uh-oh. And finally. Uh, new to the crew tonight for season four. The I don't really have an introduction for you. Oh wow, you didn't plan something. You're gonna have to earn something, I guess. Uh, vacation themed. The Christy Brinkley to my Clark W. Griswold. It's Lee Spotty. Hi. Hello, Lee Spotty. <laughs> Hello, everyone that I already said hi to. Half hi, Lee uh, I need a ringtone that says hi. Hi. It's very Kirby. Lee Smiley. We're gonna get you Smiley one, but it's gonna be Neff doing it. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> and, then, and then you're gonna get a text message from me. It's just gonna be, it's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. It's your Whisper boy. the boy. It's your boy. <laughs> it's Lisa, buddy, uh, introduce yourself. Tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself. What, what's your? What, where are you from? What's your deal? Well, I am. Well, first of all, hello, Hi. squad. Hi. Hi. Not Hi. 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 Moving on from that. Hi. Um, hi. It's the girls' room. Omg. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm what? For Amanda I mean, Show. Is it, thank you. I'm from what? I'm surprised no one got from that. From what? From the Amanda Show. I didn't uh, watch okay. the Nickelodeon as a child. And now Liz Marie is now my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> I had just forgotten because I the Amanda Show happened like 20 years. Was ago. that Amanda Bynes before she became the train wreck, formerly known as Amanda Bynes? Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. It was. She was yes. always a Oh, I also love the parent trap. Amanda I Amanda. love the parent trap. Was she in the parent trap? Why are you no. wishing no. that? was Lindsay Lohan. Before she was the wreck. Before she was the wreck, formerly known as Lindsay Lohan. Oh, have you guys ever seen <laughs> Camp Rock? All right. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's my privilege to introduce you tonight to the wreck that will one day be known as the wreck, formerly known as Lee Smutty. Hi, Lee Smutty. Tell us a little bit Super about yourself. Super appropriate. Yeah. Uh, well, what can I say? I'm from, I'm from here. From now, right here. From right here. From right here from at the Nerd of Godcast. <laughs> originally. At this table. Yes. Um, well, no, I'm actually originally from Puerto Rico. Oh. Hey. Ay, ay, ay. Yes. Caliente. <laughs> those <laughs> R's could roll anymore. I'd just be rolling right out of my seat. <laughs> rolling in the deep. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, oh yes. my We're done with this. But, um, but I'm here now. I've been here for five years. Mm-hmm. You know, Waiting and your the... English is very good. I know. Yeah. I so take good. things on You fast. speak very well. <laughs> Welcome I understand to... you. Welcome to do the Do you understand the words you. that are coming out of my mouth? It's are you yelling at her? Sorry, I'm going to have to do my best Sousa. not to speak with you in the slow cadence that I reserve for stupid people. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Thank you. No, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Why do you talk slow to me? Um, oh. You'll understand <laughs> when you're older. <laughs> it's oh, your <okay>. boy. 
But yeah, I've just been hanging here in Orlando waiting for the day I would get invited to make my podcast debut. And then and here you and are. Here here she, she made the mistake of referring to this as the cool kids table. And I went, all right, let's bring her up. It's her time to shine. Now she's realized she has pulled Excalibur from the stone. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're, we're really glad to have you. I'm sure everybody's going to get to know you a little bit more and your uh, wonderful Puerto Rican abilities. Uh, but... Before we move on, let's turn our attention to the booth, the dynamic duo that's making everything happen tonight. Every hero needs a man in the chair. I don't have one, but I've got a Manchester in the chair. <laughs> Everyone say hi to producer Jessica. Hi, hi. Hi. Hola. Hi. 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 I miss you. You're so far away. I know. I can't I know. see you. So uh, for season four, around. I'm going to go ahead and just put the truth out there, Jess. I'm, I'm going to finally... Give you up. I'm going to tell all people your business. There's a thing in front of me. Jessica and Jackie are not actually twins. What? What? They don't even have the same last name. And Jessica's like 10 years older than Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) But we look so much alike. Uh, You guys are roughly the same height. And and that's it. And you wear glasses. So, yes. Similar similar Sometimes our hair matches. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. So, in the way that all white people look alike. Yes. Yes. Twins. Uh, Lisa Marie, you are an actual twin. I am. I am actually a legitimate twin, yes. Oh, a legitimate twin. <laughs> a legitimate twin. <laughs> twin. Liz, Liz, please talk like that the entire show. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I just need you to become like some caricature yes, of a Latina. Please. No, no, no. <laughs> just be our Sofia Vergara. <laughs> no. She's like, no. So how, you, are, you are easily, Jessica, now sitting like three feet higher than us. Mm-hmm. It's you, nice to be tall for once. Does it feel strangely appropriate? A little bit. Okay, yeah. she's She is uh, the man behind the curtain. Uh, and speaking of the man behind the Manchester, all the way over there pushing the buttons that make us sound good, uh, it is the one, the only, Nicholas Woodrow Sadler. Hi. Oh, Hello. Okay. I thought we were doing. Hi. <laughs> 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 you'll, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it eventually. There's Sorry. a rhythm to it. Nick, what's happening, buddy? Uh, not much. Well, welcome back for season four, man. It's good. Good it's to have good to you. Be here. Thank you. It's good. To, it is good to be here. Thanks we, for having me. Defying, <laughs> <laughs> defying all the odds. Uh, Stephen, when we started this thing uh, yes. way back in uh, in 19 Dickety seven, uh, we had to say Dickety because the Kaiser took hey, our word hey, for twenty. Listen. No Dickety. No doubt. No diggity. <laughs> no doubt. When we were up in the attic, the the rat-infested attic above a gymnasium, uh, we might not have thought we would have ever made it four seasons. No. Uh, it was touch and go there. I didn't think we were going to make it four episodes. No, especially after that one where we all hated each other. I, I haven't even slept in a four and, seasons. And so. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would start it off like they did uh, the season four of 30 Rock. Everyone, welcome to season four. The almost restaurant. upscale <laughs> restaurant in New York. <laughs> yeah, I was actually we're gonna do some Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons is what I was hoping to do, you know. And then I don't know the words to this song. That's it. Oh, did Frankie Valley did he did the opening to Greece, right? Greece is the word. Grease is the word. It's the word. Grease is the time. It's the place. It's the motion. Grease is the word. Grease is the word. Sure. Little known fact. He killed that. Good night, everybody. Good night. You'll find out that we're a very musical show at times. I was a T bird. 
in my sixth grade uh, play. We did we did uh, me- a medley. Which T bird were you? A medley. Uh, I was T bird number two. In the credits, that's just what he would be. Because they don't want Quince they don't enough. want a middle schooler to be having the character Kanicki, who uh, did some. I was Frenchy. Were you were you the T bird that asked if they can get him a friend? And it gets flicked on the Does nose. she have a friend? Does like like does she have a Well the question is like Greece is a very inappropriate yeah, musical. It really but the is. question is like does the, he have a car? Does he uh-huh. well, yeah, I mean The fact that my mom sat me down like as a child, like I'm not saying like ten years old, like four years old, said, Here, watch my favorite movie. And when I listen to the song Greased Lightning as an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Moving like, on. All right. We're out. Lisa Mata, you're a theater kid. Were you ever in a stage production of Grease? I was not. I did not get cast. I tried to be in one, but I don't sing and I don't dance. And coincidentally, that's two those of are the required. things. <laughs> Something that's kind of needed. You should, the whole point. You should be in uh, Death of a Salesman. That's not a singing one, is it? You could be Biff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who exactly? Have you ever been in King Lear? (laughs) 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 One time I was doing a show with Bobby De Niro. Can you rap? a fantastic one-man act. (laughs) All about the life of Tatum Chetting. (laughs) No, wait. I'm sorry, Stockard Chetting. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the guy from Step Up? Yes, that's it. Magic Mike himself. Uh, We're going to... We're going to step in a little bit with a uh, quick round of a game that we call If We Were. Character from a movie or a video game, a famous flying he's from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. Tonight's episode, uh, we are going to be talking about If We Were. We're on a, uh, a vacation themed. It is the last remnants of summertime. So we are wait, going wait, to. Wait. And Florida's going to be summer for at least six more months. We are the last <laughs> remnants of summer break, I should say. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to ring out whatever kind of journey vacationing sort of uh, theme that we can get out of this tonight. Uh, the topic or the title of our episode, if you're taking notes on the back of your bulletins, is there and back again, uh, unless I come up with something better between now and the time that this goes to air. Uh, but in the, the theme of that, we are going to be talking about who we would be if we were popular vacation destinations. Oh, heck, they could even be unpopular vacation destinations. So who would you be if you were a vacation destination? As our crew here tries to figure out who they and one another would be, we'd love for you to play along with us. The best way for you to do that is to connect with us. You can find us across all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you and connect with you in exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Also, don't be afraid to call our Nerd of Godcast hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That's 760-NODCAST. Leave us a message, and if we like what you have to say, you could end up right here on the show. And now, back to the crew. So who would you be? Neff has thrown his keys, and now we officially have a season. Yeah. I'm glad you did, because... It was scared go- for a minute. This this show was the mint chocolate chip ice cream of Nerd of uh, Godcast episodes. Oh, it was delicious. No, it was it was, was going to be the, the perfect. It was going to depending sink. on who you ask. It was refreshing. 
Yes, refreshing like uh, butterscotch enema. Uh, who would you be? <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't knock it till you try. Please, please. I hope that changed their minds. That every time they eat mint chocolate chip ice cream, they're like, "Now I'm just thinking of a, now, a butterscotch." It's like enema. Pavlovian. I would never. Like, why does my mint chocolate taste like butterscotch? And ew. <laughs> I'm never putting my grandparents in a nursing home. I'm never gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm never bringing my grandparents to Swenson's. <laughs> um, oh my. To, does anybody know what Swenson's <laughs> is? Nope. Ice cream shop. Yeah, okay, right? I just didn't know. <laughs> That was the thing. I mean, I I'll didn't Google know for it. sure, but I tried to use my context clues. That, that, like was, uh, that was what Chunk was excited about in the Goonies when he opened up the freezer in that abandoned restaurant. They're like, they got Swenson's. Wait, is that a Swiss version of me? Like a Quentin Swenson? <laughs> it's the Swiss, Swiss version Swinson of Ron Swanson. It's oh, Swenson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Ren Swenson. Yeah. This is, All right. this is wow. bad. All right. <laughs> Tony, what would you be? <laughs> 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 who would who be? Who goes first? Jack's like, let's keep it moving. All right. Keep going. Can I run my show, please? (laughs) (laughs) Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, I wonder where this question goes. EJ, what would you be if you were a popular vacation destination? This is tough. I'd have to say Manhattan. 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 The Big Apple. The city's so nice. They named it twice. Better than my answer. Home of the third best pizza in the world. What's the first? Uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Really? No. <laughs> Detroit. No. Uh, so, so why Manhattan? I don't know. I think it's just uh, just how I think and my art styles. Is, is it because you look good in a scarf? Man, I, that too. You know what I'm saying? I love a good scarf. Cashmere. Love it. I put Miami. Oh, oh for you? I kind of like for him? No, for him. Welcome to Miami. That culture. He's got secret secret music skills that he hasn't shown anybody, but uh, does he? He's known for uh, really. Oh yeah, he's got like legit skills. He plays the congas better than but, everyone. But the art. <laughs> what kind of accent was I that? I don't know. A uh, uh, racist one. Racist. Lisa Marie just took her headphones off. She's walking exactly, out the door. She's out of here. <laughs> Don't oh, laugh until my guess he says that. <laughs> <laughs> I leaned in so people could get the full effect of my laugh. That's right. <laughs> Lean in for the laugh. <laughs> I laugh at you. <laughs> uh, Jackie, who, what would you be if you were vacation destination? Oh, me? I didn't think of me. You didn't oh. think of you? I thought we were still on EJ. I, I didn't say what I thought EJ was. What do you think EJ is? I thought, he, like, the Louvre in Paris. The Louvre Ooh, in Paris. Ooh, a specific location. I yeah. like that. Fancy, fancy. I appreciate you guys. Because he is triangular and glass. Yes. <laughs> EJ's yes. the Met. See, yeah, see, I can one up, and that's New York. I'm so, man, I'm so flattered. I right said now. Barcelona. Bar- Barcelona. 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 I'm just feeling the love right now. <laughs> Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, all right. I que listo. I que. Wait, wait, is that Mike Tyson saying that? I que listo. That's a really great vacation destination. <laughs> I'm a eat your I'm really children. excited right now. <laughs> I'm ecstatic to go visit the Louvre. Now say I can't leave though. I can't leave though. <laughs> that sounds like you said I can't leave though. That's, that's worse than eating a Buster Douglas Ian McMuffin. <laughs> see, I can actually see. The problem is I can actually see him killing a person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jackie, what would you be if you were a vacation destination? I didn't get to. You don't have a think- you. I was. I was thinking of everyone else. All right, help Jackie out. Jackie, this is hard for me. I just. I because I don't know. It's see. I put hard. no. Cause I put Paris. I did. I did learn how to make macarons this summer. So, macarons. It's actually a common misconception. Macarons are a completely different cookie. It's a coconut-based macarons. The little sandwich ones that people love. It's it's pronounced macarons. Why do you know this? Because I learned how to make them. Ten times out of ten, I would rather have a macaroon than a macaron. 
but macaron sounds like a one hundred times. <laughs> it's like a almost- Autobot. Autobots. We've got to stop macaron from opening up the star bridge. <laughs> it's 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 so close to being a dance, but it's not. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like macarona. For my nickel, I'd prefer macaroni. We are missing oh. a syllable. Because you can put a feather in your cap and call yourself it. Um, <laughs> God bless America, everybody. <laughs> Anybody have something better for Jackie than... I put uh, the Florida Keys, but that's because I couldn't think of anything else and they're tiny. I that's, do like key lime pie. I couldn't think of You're anything. bad at this game, No, I'm Steven. not. Everything oh, yes, you are. Jackie's was the hardest one for me. The rest of them are pretty good, except maybe like two. All right, Jessica, you know Jackie well. What would, Je- what would Jackie be if she was a vacation destination? I put Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. That's Jackie would die. No. <laughs> she would freeze to death. Look, in summer. She's always knitting, so I, I, would, I thought of somewhere she, cold. She's like Lake Wobegon? No. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, Vermont to me is always so warm and cozy and like home based. I love Aww. you too. See, Wait, when you she say also that? has sticky fingers like maple syrup. <laughs> when you true. say that, I think Alabama. So I'm just going to call you Alabama. I was actually thinking Georgia. Like, I Georgia don't, seems. Oh, I don't you guys think, think people know you very well. You at guys all. are so okay. domestic. I don't know myself. Tony, <laughs> to me, we to me Jackie, and I know this isn't your. your cup of tea necessarily, but I like to think of you as like Holland, because when I think of oh, you, I think of like a windmill and the fields of tulips. And a Do I get the clogs too? Well, absolutely. Yes. But absolutely. not in the toilet. When I, th- when I think of there. Jackie, I always get clogged. No, the wooden clogs. <laughs> like, I don't know why that is. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you constipate my heart. <laughs> that was uncomfortable <laughs> for everybody involved. Oh, constipate my heart. So the little that was almost super sweet. Constipate my heart. Constipate my heart. Heart. The, the little, little known, there. the uh-huh. Bon Jovi album that you didn't uh, ask for. I was gonna say it's the little known first draft of Achy Breaky Heart. Constipation, my heart, my constipated heart. I just don't. That'll be the remix It's called. That's called a heart attack, Billy Ray. <laughs> you are. You are. You need an angioplasty. I'm okay. Uh, Neff, Neff, what vacation uh, destination would you be, my friend? Los Angeles. Los Why? Angeles, oh. the city of angels. <laughs> California. <laughs> No, it's out of party. party. Oh, that's not good too deep. California. Why Los Angeles? Yeah. I don't know. It's hustling, bustling, and trustling. <laughs> hustling and muscling. <laughs> and Making rustling. my money. I'm Hust- just rustling all over the place. Hustling, muscling, rustling. jimmies, you know what I mean? Rustling. What? Rustling. Trustling. People. That's not yeah. even a thing. Robotustling. <laughs> Does anybody have a better answer? Stop cussling. I'm not going to lie. I don't see you as Los Angeles. I, I put, mm. now this is weird. Don't say the mountains, because I'm not the size of a mountain, Stephen. Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Wow. Explain, Stephen. Because he lava, chill. lava, lavas like you. Because yeah. I'm explosive. Chill. I can see Neff <laughs> sitting on a beach in Hawaii in a Hawaiian shirt playing a ukulele. Just yeah. I can totally with see like that. Because tourists, are, with an tourists are flocking to see me. I'm number 101, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but in Hawaii, you'd be an easily 72. <laughs> How about Kissimmee St. Cloud? Is that a tourist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Old town. If you like rodeos and sadness now, and see, crime. Neff, <laughs> I had a lot of tourist traffic. Neff, I give you Vegas, man. Okay. Because okay. you are you are the epitome of showmanship. Yeah. I like agree. everything I agree. in Vegas is Vegas. designed to be big and flashy and, and entertaining. Plus, Vegas is Extra. known for Elvis. And you, and David you, Copperfield, you did a very and good buffets, and Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm just saying, and and Penn Celine, flipping Dion. This is this things. is Neff. Yeah. Yes, when I, I think agree. of Neff, I think Celine Dion. I think Neff. <laughs> I, I think I Celine Dion. I think Elvis. I think uh, Frank Sinatra. I think yeah. Siegfried and Roy. Frank Chris Sinatra. Angel, mind free. Siegfried. Neff is showmanship. Yeah. Penn and Teller. They're there too. 
So. <laughs> he did mention Penn and Teller earlier. That's Penn the, Gillette. That's their, oh, that's their biography. You just need to Penn find a, You just need yeah, to find somebody too. that won't talk next to you. Oh my God! If only it would be Stephen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Penn Teller talks. He just zip. He writes. Zip it. Right. Zip it. Zip. Least body. Well, see, I'm like super self-absorbed, so I didn't realize <laughs> we had to like do for other people. So you just wrote you? So I just wrote It's me. your first time. We're, we'll give you a little grace. Now, Tony did say write for yourself, and then other people will chime in. You don't have to defend her. I'm defending I, you. I put Queens. New Queens, York? New York? Yeah. I put for yourself? I put yeah. New York for you Why? as well. Because it's like Queens is full. Like, are you like, because like, I'm a queen? Like, is that? No, 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 no. Slay. Because Queens is like, it's like all of the good things of the city, but like cheaper. Like, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I just So feel I'm, like, I'm good, but I'm cheap. <laughs> I just She's a bargain. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, a, I'm a deal. Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I identify with Queens. There's a lot of like mixed culture there. There's a lot of food. Yes. I, oh. I identify with it. All right. I, I mean, I, I, I guess that's legitimate. Can I be Harlem? No. <laughs> Everybody no. pick a okay, borough. You the Harlem New game. What borough of New York do you identify with? What borough of New York do you identify <laughs> with? Well, that's cool. Liz is Queens. I'm Manhattan. Newark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> There's five boroughs, right? Uh, boroughs. Make, who's, who's that? that who's I, don't, I don't get professional status, but everybody dumps their radioactive junk on me. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm Newark. I'm New Jersey. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm Flatbush. I'm Nutley. The scat kill. The scat. The scat. Yes. Any of our listeners that actually. Poughkeepsie. The mountains. <laughs> Yonkers. Yonkers. But like, Homo we love you, Jersey. I put New York for at least one of you too, but really? mostly, mostly because I didn't want to put Puerto Rico. I put Puerto Rico. I put really? San Juan, Puerto Rico. Why San Juan specifically? Because uh, like a tourist spot, it's cool spot. I mean, I could say Puerto Rico. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I put All right. Don't ca- go any further. I put uh-huh. Cozumel. Mexico? Give me a good reason other than it's you speak not, Spanish. It's not, other than it's not, I know, but like I don't know any other places in Puerto me. Rico besides San Juan. Cosmo's not even in Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's in Mexico. I know, so I went to Cosmo because I know Cosmo's awesome. You would have could have went to like any of the Latin American I know American that Cosmo's is amazing. I refuse to identify with tropical climates. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's funny because I had Alaska for you, just uh. for no reason. <laughs> that needs to be the tweet of the episode: is I refuse to identify <laughs> with tropical climates. Uh, all right, so what do you guys have for Jessica? You're oh. still away, but we're oh. still we're still out of force of habit. Well, first, oh, I want to say Felice Marie. I put Miami. Okay. Okay, because Miami is awesome. So who'd you put Aww. for Neff? It just takes a while to get there. Um, I haven't thought of anything for me. <laughs> that's okay. correct. No. I there are too many places I want to go. go. Pick me. <laughs> I'm going to go with Steven. Okay. I'm put Martha's Vineyard. Oh. Martha's Vineyard. That's not what I said. Been there. I like it. Fine then, fine then. Fine then, Fall River. What do you think? What do you think, Neffy? I thought it was Manchester. Manchester. Wait, wait, wait. This the town is actually called Manchester by the Sea, Massachusetts. No, no, no. There's more Manchester's. You gotta specify which one. one. The one by the sea. The one from the movie Manchester by the Sea. The one that you identify with. Because that. Not the industrial city in England. No. Not a. There, there is a town in Massachusetts called Manchester by the Sea. It used to be called Manchester, and then they changed the name. I, I mean, for sure you, Jessica, I want to pick like a place in Montana that's like big sky country with where there's not a lot of people around there, and everyone wears camo and has more guns than they should. Joe, Joe Montana. <laughs> they went out of business last year. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I still see that for for your vibe. I was thinking Washington D.C. for. 
for Jessica. Washington. I, yeah. I can, no, I can see Jessica being no, political. Because she's just, corrupt. She, she knows. No, <laughs> you don't have to imagine that. Just, Drain the swamp. <laughs> Jessica's too smart for Washington, D.C. <laughs> Maybe. Amen. Scranton, Pennsylvania. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, uh, what, what am I? And then we'll do it quick. Oh. Wait, wait. Oh, we we got to do Nick Top by the sailor. Oh, my gosh. This is taking forever. Steven, what are you? I put Nolan. Okay. Moving on. Nick, what are you? <laughs> oh, there's only one answer for Nick. <laughs> Steven's Waffle Crisp. What is Nick? Cape Canaveral. Kennedy Space Center. Fair enough. That's true. Yeah, I did that, too. I, I, I was ready to, like, fight Steven. All right. Well, we got it. Steven nailed it. And then uh, we'll, we'll hit me, and we'll be done. That's easy. <laughs> What? Hilton Head Island. That's what I put. Uh, I actually I put, I put Tokyo. Two. I put Hilton Head slash Disney. Yeah, I put I Disney. Decide. I put Disney, but I like Hilton Head better. Yeah, Dis- Disney's the right answer. All right. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Everyone else you. gets their like nice little. Everyone chimes in. I just get the shaft. Yeah, we just we took too much time on how racist Neff was, and now we had yeah. to uh, move on. Yeah. Thanks, Neff. Thanks, Neff. Yeah. Kill your babies. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> Hold on a second, I think uh, Jessica, buddy, capture thing. that capture that time, please. Least buddy, least buddy, you need to understand one thing about the show. Neff makes the really questionable comments. Yeah, that scene is already taken. Sorry. Did you just say kill your baby? It's Ooh. a thing. It's like like sometimes you don't have. Time it is a thing. It's called abortion. <laughs> no, it's like when you can't fit all the good things in one thing, you have to like kill your babies. You have to. Like, oh, pick. I get it now. But oh, without, okay. Without context. The context. Without the context, it was like whoa. I thought whoa. that was like a thing that I thought, people. I thought you were. <laughs> okay. I think it translates wrong. Just go ahead and sterilize yourself <laughs> and never reproduce, Nev. I thought you were. You were. I'm not a eunuch. I won't do it. I thought you were threatening Nev's future children. <laughs> I will kill your children. No, Michael, <laughs> Jermaine, Tito, Latoya, <laughs> Janet. Not like this. Oh, this show is no. a train wreck. Please, 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 no matter what happens, should the Lord tarry, let me be godfather to Latoya now. <laughs> yes. All I want in this world more yes. than anything. <laughs> All his kids are going to have the middle name Lantern. Just don't kill Latoya. <laughs> Latoya Lantern Neff. Latoya Lantern Tito Lantern Neff. Tito Lantern What's the Tito Lantern? I can't. The least talented. This is easily... (laughs) (laughs) This is easily the worst thing we've ever done on this show, and and we've got three seasons under our belt to compare it to. (laughs) But, uh, But... Contrasting all the worst things that we've ever done, (laughs) I think it's time for us to get excited because in season four, we are bringing back the best thing ever, ever, ever. Best thing ever is a segment on the show where we introduce a bracket system where we will bring one common theme with several different competitors. And uh, every week we'll we'll have two of our competitors face off head to head and we will let you, the Nerd of God Squad, vote to decide who moves on in the rankings. It can be a what would happen if they would fight each other. You can do it however you think they should do. Which one's better looking, which one's cooler, more innovative, or just uh, your personal favorite. So uh, we are going to be doing this season a brand new theme. We've never done it before. We actually spilled the beans on this on our live show that we did on YouTube and Facebook Live a couple weeks ago. But our theme for this season's best thing ever is the best villains ever. So good. And it was hard because I had to narrow this list down so much because if I didn't, it was going to be like a 32-round. It would have taken us two seasons to get through the villains because uh, there's so many cool villains. So I tried to get some input from some people from our Nerd of God squad, from some of those that were on our camp episode uh, in between seasons. And uh, I, I did listen. I did narrow it down. Um, and this was the very best I can do. So uh, please 
get excited. Uh, I'm going to go down the list, and then we'll get right into round one. Now, don't forget, you can visit us. Uh, it, it, we hope that you have done this. You've gone to challenge.com uh, backslash B-T-E-4. It's best thing ever for C-H-L-L-O-N-G-E.com backslash B-T-E-4. Or you can find it on nerdofgodcast.com. Uh, you can go on there, make your predictions, and then vote. Uh, as you Follow along as your votes uh, are cast. Uh, we'll be putting the votes across our social media so you can be a part of that. So these are our villain brackets. Are you ready? Yes. yes. All right. Um, I, and again, I kind of twisted the formula around a little bit. At first, it was a specific actor's incarnation or uh, a character mm-hmm. from a... But, but I've just kind of tried to make it as generalized as I can. So if you have a favorite version of this character, let that be the one that you vote for. Okay. Um, we have got, in no particular order, from the Avengers, Loki. Mm. I'll start with a high note there. Um, from the X-Men, Magneto. Oh, okay. From Batman, the Joker. Yes. yes. Hello. All day. From He-Man, Skeletor. Oh. <laughs> from Star Wars, Kylo Ren. The big oh. baby. <laughs> from Lord of the Rings, Sauron. Not Sauron? No, Sauron. I know. I know what I said. I know. Big eye. Um, from the, the movie Alien, we have the Xenomorph. Hmm. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we have Shredder. Okay. From Star Trek, we have Khan. Khan! From Batman, we have Bane. From Spider-Man, we have the Green Goblin. Nice. From Transformers, we have Megatron. Mm -hmm. From Superman, we have Lex Luthor. From G.I. Joe, we have the Cobra Commander. Cobra! And uh, from... Yeah, from Star Wars, we have Darth Vader. That so right. that is our villains bracket. Uh, tonight we're going to be starting out with round one and shuffling <coughs> these things to randomize them. Our first round competitors are Megatron versus Darth Vader. Ooh. Megatron versus Darth Vader. And that's That'd an interesting. Cool. Yeah, so we've got Megatron, obviously really, really big, huge firepower, completely evil and cutting. Darth Vader. The Force. The Force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... So, uh, what do you guys think? Any predictions for this thing? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Against Megatron. That force, yeah. man. Yeah. The, the force. He just crushed him like a yeah. tin can. Yeah. Megatron killed Optimus Prime, yes, and he has Mega- the Matrix Mega- of leadership. If Megatron That's tries nice. to go to grab him, he can just cut off his fingers. Yep. Megatron's <laughs> arm sucks in and becomes like a glowing metal chain yes, but he has mace. the force and, and he has a lightsaber mm-hmm. did you like my like rodeo <laughs> yes, really gungnam great. style <laughs> swinging of the arm transformers jump on it jump on it jump on it uh so so anybody have a think megatron could have a shot here maybe no. i mean it'd be, it would be an interesting not. if we learned anything in the past this is basically a popularity contest it basically is yeah Darth Vader is more popular but megatron is bad to the bone he's got an Flipping arm cannon. Darth Vader is Darth Vader. He's a gun. <laughs> he's Darth got, Vader he's got no Darth arms Vader. and no legs, and he still kicks butt. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. All Megatron has to do Wrong. is shoot Darth Vader Darth with his Vader, massive arm cannon. No, nope. in the time I've it heard. takes Megatron to like access his cannon, Darth Vader has him. His Darth arm is a cannon. He doesn't have to access it. He just has to lift his arm. What if Darth Vader just cuts it off? Darth Vader lost in a lightsaber battle to a farm boy. Eh, Farm he boy. Was, he was an old. Uh, he was, he was a, a train. A train. That's that boy you for me. Win. <laughs> That's that picture for me. No. <laughs> All right. uh, I'm looking for the six-fingered Sith. 
Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> we've got do it. Uh, <laughs> do it. We have uh, we have Megatron versus Darth Vader. We would love to, for you to let us know uh, who you think is the best of those two. You can let us know on our Twitter page. That's twitter.com. Uh, slash Nerd of Godcast, or you can link to it from our website, nerdofgodcast.com. Let us know who you think is this week's best thing ever, 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 ever. ever. Lisa Marie, do you, what, ever. what do you think? Alone, Just, alone. alone. Now, I, I don't want to put your business out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, but he's he's going just to. like you, not but. wanting to put my business out there. For yes, I'm, I'm known for my discretion. Um, you are not the nerdiest kid at this table. I am not. You are, you're taking your, 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 your first steps into a larger world. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Lise Marie, when, when the Infinity War was coming out, she decided that she wanted to be a part of our uh, elite fraternity of geeks and people who enjoy comic book stories and, yeah. and those sort of uh, things. So what did you do to prepare yourself for Infinity so, War? After a great deal of meditation, no. <laughs> she sought the <laughs> Lord on the mountaintop. <laughs> I decided that I was going to watch every single one of the MCU movies. Wow, which is the right move. Uh-huh. I, I got the correct order. I verified the correct order. I watched all the one-shots, made sure I got all the post-credit scenes. I read all of the things in regards to the MCU. I would watch a movie, Google the movie, read all the information about the movie. I'm not saying that I'm like super knowledgeable, but I'm pretty knowledgeable. <laughs> so you mean all of us at MCU Trivia. And now we have a new yeah, segment to our show called Ask Lise Marie Random MCU Trivia. Lise Marie, are you ready? No. <laughs> What's Scott Lang's dad's name? Uh, Mr. Lang. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, he's right. <laughs> if you were calling right. the scene and Tam Stamp 36 minutes in, he said, don't call me Mr. Lang. That was my father. What's a Tam Stamp? Time you stamp. definitely said Tam you Stamp. You said Tam Stamp. Excuse me, I'd like to Shh. stamp the Tam. <laughs> that's what they get. That's what they get. Excuse me, I believe you're, I think, back, right? I think you're, you're referring to <laughs> stinging... That, no, you know what? I'm gonna stop there. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> this I don't know where that was going. Was going down so fast. Like, so you did. You completed the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then you saw the Infinity War. I did. And you, uh, right now, so we are we are all on equal footing when it comes to MCU movies. Have you uh, seen yes. Ant Man and the Wasp? I have actually. Okay. I, I saw it twice because when I went to see Ooh. it, the theater decided to not do its thing anymore and no. just it's st- it stopped theatering. Just blacked out <laughs> mid movie. We're not playing movies today. We're doing theater. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing what our namesake says. I am the wasp. And now, and now a one-man show with Bobby De Niro about stock and jetting. But yeah, so it just like stopped playing the movie mid-movie, and yeah. then it started playing again on mute. So oh. yeah, oh. it was Lovely. a great time. Um, and then we like went and got all Puerto Rican and complained. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. <laughs> you gonna put the movie back? Movie what am I one. doing? What voice am I, I even doing right You're now? You're doing Rosie Perez. <laughs> you went straight to uh, Scott Hall. Scott, hey, yo, <laughs> Raise your mom. You're gonna put the movie back on, or the NWO is no, going to. No, no, we were very respectfully and kindly went and spoke to a manager. Okay. And asked, you know, what we could do about the situation because I mean, clearly the movie experience was <laughs> ruined. Tarnished. It was tarnished. It was. <laughs> It was Thanos snapped. I I demand free goobers and raisinets for my my pain and suffering. And we just went, they had us go to another huge, like, ginormous theater, like, really nice, and let us watch the movie again. So so I saw it twice. It was a great experience. 
It was nice. Good. Nice. Good. Nice. Nice. So, so now that you, you're caught up on the MCU, uh, mm-hmm. we I gave you a little homework. I told you that before you could come in here and be on the show tonight, mm-hmm. uh, you had to uh, you had to watch the Dark Knight trilogy, the, yeah. the Christopher oh, Nolan Dark Knight amazing. movies. Yes. So, so good. you you were you came over to the house. You and you and Stephen came over um, and watched Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what was your thought about Batman Begins? Batman Begins, I was numb. I was numb of information at the end of Batman. There's Begins. a lot going on in that movie. Mm-hmm. There was so much just backstory. I felt connected to Batman. I felt like <laughs> we were we were close personal friends and that I watched it. I felt like Alfred. I felt the weight <laughs> of I the felt. arrowhead in my hands. I, I felt an investment in his life. I'm not going to leave you, Mr. Wine. <laughs> All those push-ups and you can't lift a beam. <laughs> Bloody I know, is what he says. I know you're burning alive, Mr. Wine, but I'd like to make a sarcastic quip now if I could. <laughs> That log is the size of a tangerine. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the manor burn. Um, so, so we, we watched through that. So you had you had a lot of questions. We talked about it late mm-hmm. into the night. Yes. And then last night we watched The Dark Knight. Yes. Oh. oh, so good. That was now, a stressful experience. Now, before you watch any of these movies, what like knowledge of Batman did you have? I had a very, very. I mean, Batman. He's a bat. Man. He's a man. He's a man. He's a Affiliation, yes. Um, with bats. <laughs> um, I didn't know very much, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I've never like been really into the DC thing. It's my comic book are. knowledge has always been kind of Marvel centered. So I didn't know a lot about Batman. I knew like he's kinda like the millionaire type, doesn't really have superpowers, something terrible happens to him, vengeance or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's a superpower. It's vengeance. Justice. Justice. Batman. But it was great. It was a great movie. I think um the Dark Knight really made me appreciate Batman Begins. Mm, I think it ties yes. together. I mean, it's been a great. I haven't been able to see The Dark Knight Rises yet. That's my. my no, next. that's that's after the show tonight. We're gonna go watch. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, so yeah, and, and that will tie the whole thing together. I think yeah. you'll be pleased. So all right. So so she's she's on her journey, and I think as we uh, move forward, uh, you know, maybe in a few episodes as she kind of comes in and out, and she sits with us uh, on on some of our shows, or maybe all of our shows. Um, she is going to be experiencing a lot of things for the first time with us, and I think that's kind of neat. Uh, as we, I think that's kind of neat, fellas. Uh, mm-hmm. As uh, in the same way as uh, when we step into Star Wars, we don't really have the familiarity with the Force and the the galaxy, the rebellion, and all that, but we see it through the eyes of Luke Skywalker as he's experiencing it. So you are our Luke Skywalker, and you have taken Ooh. your first step into a larger world. So thank you for uh, for coming and bringing us a unique perspective. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for not whining me. about power converters. Yeah, there's a there. That's a Star. We'll get you on Star Wars next. Uh, <laughs> that's there, a longer one. That's nine movies. No, there's a lot of, uh, but but three of them are good. There's a, a <laughs> lot of them um, that. When there's a lot of people that listen to our show that maybe don't feel like they have all of the nerd cred, maybe they don't know all the games or all the movies or the things that we talk about, uh, but they still enjoy it. So don't feel intimidated. Uh, if you don't fully understand all the things that's going on, there's people that are way ahead of us that listen, and there's people that are just taking their first steps. So uh, this is a show for everyone. So yes. welcome. And I don't know what's going on half the time. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee Smiley's wearing an Electric Mayhem shirt right now, so I think that garners, garners her a seat. If wearing nerdy shirts makes you cooler, call you would, me Miles Davis. You would be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right oh. on, big man with the uh, Power why. Rangers shirt on. Quentin Neff, cool. regale us with some gameplay tonight, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, 
I do what was game. that? Normally, I'm the big man with the Power Rangers shirt. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. 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 And scene. I regret starting that. I apologize. That's it. That was the that whole game. That was it. Good game. Good game, everybody. Good game. Congratulations. Jackie wins. Does anybody have any orange slices? Aw. All right, everybody. So the game is called Who's on the Menu? Who's on the Menu? So I will be your waiter this evening, and <laughs> I will tell you. Squarely in the middle of the restaurant hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> just above busboy, hey, just, just below. Chef. You can be the head chef. chef. Hey, 101, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, I'm going to give you uh, a description of a, of a dish, and okay. the answer will be an, an actor's name, but it'll be like a pun. Okay. Okay. Do you have an okay. example? Yeah, yes. Give an example. And I will only do it as a upscale British waiter. Oh my goodness! I, I, <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. one waiter thin. Can you can you just do it as Michael Caine? That gonna, would make me I'm so gonna, much better. I'm gonna do it as Bruce Campbell from Spider-Man Three. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, diners. Today we have a special for you. A strange doctor that can manipulate magic, acts like a dragon, and fights Captain Kirk while being drenched in a delicious hollandaise sauce. Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I, knew, I knew it was Benedict Cumberbatch. I knew it was him, but I was like... Oh. And that, will, that costs forty-five <laughs> <laughs> Is guacamole extra? <laughs> no, it's Not free guacamole, guacamole day. day. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is today legitimately free guacamole day? Yes. yes. And it's what? too late. What? Why did nobody tell me? <laughs> nobody told me oh, either. Oh. Sucks to be you. you. You need to spend more time with EJ. He was pimping that gospel out all day long. <laughs> yeah, man. I had to work. Oh, I'm so uh, sad. Sucks well, to you, suck. you can have I'm sorry. A waiter. Yes, sir. We have <laughs> a delicious, a crumbly cheese that flies around the universe as Captain Marvel. Uh uh, Allison, or, or, or what's her name? Brie. 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 Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. <laughs> I said that first. Okay, all right. I was trying to, I was like, you're, I was very, you're very smart. Shut I up. I won that. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have a delectable chocolate baked treat found in a suit whipped up by our very own Tony Stark. Uh, Wait, a what? chocolate treat? Say, a chocolate baked oh. treat. Would you like to know the name of it? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I, this is a I tough need to one. see the name again. Oh, Robert again. Downey Brownie. No. Oh! oh! The good name answer. Robert, good answer. Robert Brownie Jr. Oh, okay. Good answer. Good well, answer. I you, 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 you had me going like, because you said chocolate with such emphasis. You were I was like, like Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard. Well, what kind of brownies do you eat? Wait, wait, wait. He said chocolate, so you thought of African American people? You are a. Well, I thought Tony I was slightly Tony racist. Stark made the war machine. Robert Brownie. He never said war machine, though. No, but he, he said, said Iron whipped, Man suit. whipped up. A, but yes. So the, you're whipping black the people? <laughs> the war machine. Oh I'm just really wow, a racist, sir. Wow. I'm just really upset that I, I didn't said good day, sir. Good I am just day. a humble waiter, but I can see my your not good character. <laughs> I'm going to throw some yes. ne- The next item, waiter. My vocabulary is not fast. <laughs> 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 we make our vocabulary words just to order. It takes 20 minutes. This Santa Claus voice actor is creamy and pushed between two puffy French pastries. What? Santa Claus voice actor? Yes. Voice actor. I can only think of like Burl Ives. 
No, he, he was in several movies from the 50s. Animated films. Oh, I know exactly who he's talking he about, Santa too. Santa Claus? Also, he played name. a racist Asian character. Oh, 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 oh I, uh... Uh, what was the other one? Mickey Rooney? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Macaroni. Mickey Because macaroons oh, are a puff pastry. Macaroni. And I just know it is. I'm, that's my favorite Christmas movie is the, the Santa Claus with Mickey Rooney in it. Actually, he's the Santa Claus there's, all of there's them. There's three of them. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. The year without a Santa Claus. The, the ones from the year without times. a Santa Claus is yeah. my favorite. Rudolph the Red Hose. Wait, Mickey Rooney was Santa Claus in those movies? Yes. yes. I had no idea. He was, at that back Rudolph, of the day, he was the biggest star, bang, zoom, in the world. I'm <laughs> <laughs> more regis than I, Mickey Rooney. Yes, it was. I was definitely. I just remember him from Phantom of the Megaplex. Uh, all right, next. I hate that movie. This one will be interesting. This side item swings in on a spider web and goes great with gravy and turkey. Tom Hollandaise? Tom no. Oh. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, it's a side item what's usually found at Thanksgiving dinners in America. Uh, in the cold days. <laughs> Toby, Toby Mash Potato McGuire? I don't know. What? <laughs> I was thinking Toby. You're so close. Toby. They got to make a pun out of it. Toby Mash McGuire? Mashed potato Toby Maguire. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, you uncultured <laughs> slot. Don't understand fine dining. <laughs> Next one. Next one. All right. A Hawaiian meat by origin, straight from the can, the Jedi Council and Shield. A Hawaiian, Hawaiian meat? Yes. Spamuel L. Jackson? Yes! What? Oh, nice. Still the winner was red. But better, but better than mashed potato Maguire, whatever it was. Mashed potato Maguire? It is a very popular dish. <laughs> I love mashed potatoes. <laughs> ah, and if you're going to have some tea, these biscuits have a deep voice that can fight Conan or a Rebel Alliance. Oh. If you're going to have a what? Tea. tea. Some tea. Something with these scones. biscuits go very well. I'm going to be so mad at this one. Something spelled James Earl Grey Jones. No, that's what I was. Oh, thinking. that would have been so good though. James Earl Scones. That's the answer. Oh, it is. Oh, oh that's the joke. I just found another answer that worked. Okay. It's, it's easier than you think. <laughs> we're not going. We're not reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mashed potato. I can't even say mashed potato without having to think hard about it. <laughs> now I'm only going to be able to say mashed potato <laughs> uh, Excuse me, I'm very hungry right now for some mashed potato <laughs> Excuse me, what? Mashed potato bees? <laughs> Sir, this is Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Give me some mashed potato bees. All right. All right. And some Mickey Rooney's and cheese. <laughs> that would have been a good one. This, this dish, a fowl of the Peking variety, Known to walk around Texas Rangers. I didn't understand any of that. Duck, Duck Norris? Norris? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're grounded. Are you feeling it now, Mr. No. Krabs? <laughs> no. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? This is the point where I just leave $2 on the table and leave. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't gotten our drinks yet. <laughs> Listen, we have a lot of special. We're going out of business. Here. We're about to be out of it's been very rough. Everything must go. <laughs> We're owned by MoviePass. We got a freezer full of Swinsons and a dead guy. Oh. <laughs> Rocky Road. <laughs> Next. This appetizer is a basket of delicious flavored tortilla chips that use an army of penguins to kill the babies of Gotham. 
And that's Danny quite Tostinos? a bite. Danny Doritos? Danny Doritos. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's horrible. That's yes. Cooked pork slices from the skillet find themselves faced with a giant worms, the ability to be invisible, and they find a way to make a town dance again, and maybe they'll make your taste buds dance too. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest of the hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't that the... <laughs> the first one. Why wasn't that the, the example? There's a warm-up here. There's a process. It's like Italian wait, 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 wait. Why is that one later than mashed potato Toby McGuire? <laughs> Obviously the hardest one out of all of them. That if somebody got, you should have handed them mashed potatoes in the shape of Toby McGuire. Listen, we didn't come up with the name. Oh, wait a second. Toby McGuire came this, in here. This that's, means something. That's close encounters of the Tobe kind. Toby McGuire is the only famous person that came in this restaurant and he asked for a dish and we gave him a dish. We didn't know what to say. So we just called it mashed potato Toby McGuire, okay? Right, Give me a break. The, do you have another one? <laughs> Several. And finally... <laughs> if you're feeling daring tonight, might I suggest the all-you-can-eat all-nighter? McDonald's, Magneto, Arby's, Prometheus, Taco Bell, Assassin's Creed, and of course, Popeye's. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Michael Fast Food Bender? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. That, was, that was the best kind of bender. That was, oh. Wow. I love it. I'm so hungry. Yeah, like, I'm just really hungry I think that right one now. may have redeemed Thanks, the entire Neff. thing. No. Thank you. Nothing no. can redeem mashed potato Toby <laughs> McGuire. Danny Dorito. What, what, so, wait, 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 wait. So, so what about the guy... What about the guy that was, uh, he, he's a very, very popular African-American actor, uh, and he was in, like, The Equalizer, and he was in a lot of great movies, and he also makes you subs in the middle of the night. Denzel Wawa Washington. Ah. <laughs> You're fired. No, oh, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> That's the third one this week. <laughs> uh, this place is going downhill. <laughs> so, so okay. Th thank you, Neff, for that. Uh, yes. Good job. So that was definitely now. that was a game and for now sure. You so know hungry. who is on the menu? Name pending. <laughs> <laughs> and restaurant ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we're talking vacations. We're talking about going to destinations, kind of being on a journey. Have you ever gone somewhere and and on your quest, whether it's a vacation, whether it's a road trip, uh, just you're you're traveling somewhere and you found a food place that was just like, <gasps> this was incredible. Specs chicken. What? Spex. <laughs> I mean, you just jumped in there so fast. Specs chicken. It's so. Good. Wait, wait, wait. What actor is that about? What is Specs chicken? In the great um, city of Philadelphia, <laughs> there is a hey. location called Specs Chicken and it makes by far the most amazing tear-jerking, heart-pounding buckets of sweat because it's just that amazing. I'm sorry, wait. Did you say <laughs> they make that's, buckets of sweat? Why, that's why? called a heart attack, <laughs> Billy Ray. You have to know. And why I, are you ordering big buckets of sweat? I don't want to so buy a bucket of sweat. <laughs> it's fried chicken. That's how you and get lupus. It's just <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more about this food place, guys. Come thank on. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. It's amazing chicken. Amazing chicken. It was in Philadelphia. We were not on vacation. I don't really know why we were there, actually. But the chicken was just spectacular. We should have turned it left in Albuquerque. Wait, we ended up in Philadelphia. She said, what it was, was it again? Specs. Specs. Spectacular. It was spectacular. You're close enough to punch him. You have my permission. <laughs> you already threatened his children. Might as well just punch him. Kill your baby chickens, Neff. <laughs> 
uh, so with the side of Master Neff, Toby Maguire. <laughs> Neff and Jackie and I have a similar story. We went to Philadelphia together. Yes. And discovered amazing food. Yes. In Phil- Philadelphia, I feel like is, is maybe like America's secret treasure trove of awesome food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking the, the obvious tourist attractions with the chili, the Philly cheesesteaks and stuff like that. Uh, Neff, tell tell them about where we what we found. He's, He's crying. crying. He is crying. Just Tears so are now flowing. Know. Just three magical words. Please re- tell us. Reading Terminal Market. Oh, doesn't that just? Mm. I didn't get to go there. Much better than you did Toby. not. This was you were busy doing me. wedding stuff yeah, while Neff and I were <laughs> were eating the town red. Um, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Reading Terminal Market is literally it's a it's the downstairs building of I guess an old train station, mm-hmm. and it's it, where where the the train wow. comes to an end in Philadelphia oh. from the Amish country. So you had all it was like a flea market that was just filled with food. It was like. It was like, yeah, like and those market. that you can't see, my arms are agape right Thoroughly now. They're, they're fully extended to the left and the right because I want you to see the expanse. It's like when Willy Wonka opens the door, only instead of like buttercups that you can eat and you know gumdrops hanging uh. from trees, it was, uh, I mean, just all of these amazing food products from Amish pretzels, a donut shop that had a line around the corner, uh, yes. everything fried that you can eat, uh, slabs of meat and cheese, and just... My God, cheese. I'm so hungry. Yes, yeah. there were certain types of there cheese. There was some cheese there. There, was, there definitely was cheese. There was a mar- marvelous ladies' bugs, ladies' cheese. Miraculous so, ladies. Whatever. Marvelous <laughs> ladies' cheese. Marvelous ladies' cheese. <laughs> whatever oh. I do, don't ever, weird. ever try camembert cheese. It is Satan's Okay, toenail. wait, no, hold on. Wow. Camembert cheese might be good. But Neff bought that camembert cheese like on Monday, Gosh. and then kept it in my hotel refrigerator for two days, uh-huh. and then gave it to me in a cooler filled with ice for me to drive from Philadelphia <laughs> back to Orlando <laughs> over the course of two days, now, and then waited two more days to bring it in to share with Jackie. So it was like seven-day-old cheese that had been it had been transported in a very sketchy fashion. <laughs> I feel like even if it was fresh, it still would have tasted like Satan's toenail. It, it was awful. It definitely it smelled. Interesting. It was life is a highway. <laughs> <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah, we're driving down the road in a rental car with a small cooler filled with cheese in the back, <laughs> like we're no. racing for a heart transplant or something like that. <laughs> like rat it race. Just, it just has the name <laughs> Jackie written on it. <laughs> That's like the plot of a movie. I didn't even ask for the cheese. <laughs> Gotta get the cheese to Orlando. <laughs> Gotta get the cheese. It's uh, the cheese. I made a huge mistake. So, have you ever been on a have you ever been on a vacation or on a journey where you've discovered like awesome, amazing food? Sadly, no, because my mom never stops when we go somewhere. That's a shame. It is. That's a shame. Other than like a youth trip, I haven't been on like a legitimate like family vacation since I was a kid, and I don't remember any of the food that we ate when I like I, when I was a kid. I went to Pennsylvania and D.C. and all that. The only thing I can think of is whenever we, our youth group, would go to Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. There's a uh, what was it the what was the name of the place with cheeseburger cheeseburger. That little what burger? The plaza. That plaza. Sure. Yeah. The sea, a, sea turtle plaza. There was a couple them. years where we, you and me and Tony and a couple other people, wouldn't go to Cheeburger Cheeburger because there was always some new restaurant above Cheeburger Cheeburger that we'd go try. The one that we tried, I think, was the Island Cafe or Hilton Head Cafe or something like that. Were you there that one day when they took biscuit dough and wrapped it around Snickers bars and yes. fried it? Whoa. Yes. Whoa. And they also, and then like the next year was like some Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> like it was something new every year for like three years. Uh. Biscuit that dough, you guys. Amazing. Oh. 
Yep, I just got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when when if you were to look at my um, my photo album from my honeymoon, uh, it w- it's basically all pictures of the food places we ate. Uh, we got married and we spent our first night at the Hard Rock Hotel in, in at Universal, and Ooh. I got pictures of our cheeseburger and macaroni and cheese from a restaurant called mm-hmm. The Kitchen. And then it was basically we we went to North Georgia and we spent our honeymoon between North Georgia and Tennessee. Just kind of every day we got into the car and we drove around looking for new food places and new things to kind of discover. And it is just a, a, a complete journal of. Barbecue places and fancy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. It's really embarrassing. I mean, really. Oh, I mean, like, this sounds delicious. We're on our so. honeymoon. What did you guys do? We ate a lot of bad food. It's kind of what we did. But like <laughs> magical. That sounds like a magical. I time can show you the world. Uh, now, <laughs> now, for the future, I have a list of places I want to visit, and eighty percent of it is food related. H- have you ever Have you ever watched like Guy Fieri or something yeah. like that? Oh, that's just like, like I want to go to there. I want your job. It's like. Go eat this steak. There, it's five feet long. There's a place. There, there's a real place, and it's um. I can't remember the, the name of it, but it's something like the 420 Cafe. Uh, I've heard of that 420 <gasps> being uh, some kind of a drug reference that I don't fully understand. It's in Sarasota, Florida. I've been wanting to go there for like three years. Uh-oh. I cannot believe like I've like, been wanting to go there for three years, heart. but I just can't get off the couch, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a good Tommy John. Yeah, man. that was really good. Uh, keep talking. Sorry. Oh my god. No, 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 no. I just got excited. Yeah, dude. I mean, t- tell them about the food that you've seen there. Well, I mean, it's I don't. The funny thing is. is Three years ago, I saw the food. It was amazing. I don't know how to describe it because no, because it's everything on the it's menu. Everything. It's like a sandwich with hamburger patties stacked up on it, and then chicken fingers, yes. and then macaroni and cheese, yes. and onion rings, and all on this giant sub bread. Yeah, it's so like I don't all together. Today. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a mess. Awesome. And and the I guess the idea is that when some people will smoke drugs. They will get munchies, uh-huh. and they will want to eat things with little to no discretion, and that's when that restaurant really kicks in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it is for the um the, that culture and the morbidly obese. So uh, for the for that cross section demographic, uh, it, it is right on time. There's a restaurant around the corners from it called Yoder's, which is okay. Yoder's <laughs> is. Amazing. You've had Yoder's? <laughs> Clearly. Yoder's is phenomenal. Have you, so you've been to Sarasota. Do you like pie? No, Steven. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge pie Listen, guy. I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, he's not. when he says pie, when we Whoa. got there, there was literally a line wrapped around the building for people ordering pie. pie. Why, 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 okay, why so is everybody me, going to Sarasota and not telling me about the amazing Steven, food there? Pie. Let me backtrack. So, Tony, you so went good. to 420. I did not eat there. Okay. No. Okay. I went to Yoder's. I made my choice. I stick by it. Oh, <laughs> and God has blessed you for it. <laughs> when do people go to Sarasota? I went to Sarasota one time. I was over 10 you minutes. You have a car, Stephen? Drive to Sarasota. Drive to Sarasota. It's a two-hour drive. I ain't driving that. <laughs> it's a day trip. I went it's to uh, I went with Keith and Amanda Stacy. We had a good time. We ate Amish food. It was great. Mm-hmm. It's Can I get a group of friends to confirm that they're going with me to Sarasota to eat? Yeah, let's go right yeah. now. Right let's now, do let's do it. Tonight. With Nick, we're doing computer. Up. We're driving Thank to Sarasota. No, no, don't. Me. I'm just kidding. Let's go Friday to Sarasota. Let's go uh, get that pie. Actually, well, we I can't eat anything. Then. We have a road trip scheduled, so maybe. <laughs> I just really want food. All right, food does sound delish. Mm. It is delish, typically. Uh, I want 
guacamole, <laughs> and it's free today. Yeah, not yeah. Any, not anymore. The restaurants are all closed down. No, Chipotle <laughs> still has an hour and a half. The um, there, there's a lot of different food items. We went to uh, Chicago, and in, I'm sitting in the Orlando airport waiting to get on the plane, and I'm downloading the Anthony Bourdain uh, No Reservations yes. episode mm-hmm. when he's in Chicago, just looking for places to eat. I'm going, okay, we're going to go to a restaurant called Hot Dugs, which has French fries that they cook in rendered duck fat. I just oh, want what? to eat that. Oh. Yeah. Just, I just want to eat it. Before before we went to Philadelphia, I literally spent like an hour or two researching places in Philadelphia to eat yeah. that I was going to go to until I didn't get a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> Neff flew into the wrong town, so he was staying an hour away from us. It's a great story, but it's a story for another time. Yes. When, when I travel, like I love tourist traps. I love tourist destinations. When I was a kid, we didn't fly a lot, not because we couldn't, but my dad just liked driving. So we would go and we would stop at every little roadside dive. I don't know if you guys remember this, but this was a huge thing when I was a kid, especially in Florida, along the turnpike and on, on rest stops, they would have these machines that you could put your 50 cents in, and it was a like a hot plastic injection machine that would like inject, like you would watch it pour hot plastic into a mold, and then it would like pop out of the thing in the shape of an orange, or yeah. the shape of a manatee, or a or dolphin, the, or, or whatever. A dinosaur. Or, well, and f- the Florida ones were I, a little more themed I like that. I vaguely remember those. And I used to like beg every time, can I please get one of those plastic manatees, or whatever it was. I loved those things. We loved tourist traps. We would stop at, uh, at Rock uh, Rock City. South of the border. South of the border. We love south, south of the border. border. Yeah. I, I always drove by, and I never went there. Does Pedro, does it Pedro says, stop. Yes, it's still uh, yeah. there. Yeah, it's still there. there. I always wanted to stop too my I, parents never let us the furthest north i've gone in about almost 20 years has been hilton head island south yeah, Carolina. which is not north but we love <laughs> it's stop- north from here it's north from here but it's not like north i know but we love stopping at these little touristy places when we were coming back from washington dc uh when i would see something that i think was interesting i'm like i don't want to get in a hurry i want to be the dad that just says hey let's pull over here and look at stuff let's be let's be interesting so we stopped at the battle of chancellorsville in virginia and we just went to like the little museum there and checked out that was where stone while Jackson got shot and was killed by his own men on accident. That's I, interesting. I love Civil War yeah, museums. It's my favorite place to go. But I love the cheesy tourist trap stuff too. Like I love the place where I love, I don't even eat pecan logs, but I love stopping at Stuckey's yeah. for a pecan log. Have you yeah? ever seen the world's biggest something? Like We're, anything? My friend, um, my friend Mike Merritt uh, worked for Target or he worked for the company that supplies Target with their hangers. Which is oddly, yeah, which is weird, right? And he would go from store to store in his region. He traveled all around all these targets, and he would stop at these places and send me souvenirs from these places. So I have a refrigerator magnet from the biggest ball of twine in Darwin, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> there is a biggest ball of twine yes. in Minnesota. He sent it to me, so man. I'm so excited that that exists. But it's like a different thing, like the baseball card Hall of Fame, or different. I just yeah. love those kind of places. Now, yeah. souvenirs, souvenirs are really cool. I remember. I got one from Washington D.C. It was a book. It was a little plastic booklet, but it, it didn't actually open like it opened like a book in half. And inside was a pop-up map of wash of the of the main the mall and the yeah the mall. What it's so cool. What it actually uh-huh. if you would have put some light on it, it was a map to the it secret was a map treasure. to the secret treasure. <laughs> Oh the no! The real Declaration of Independence. Of Independence. You have to steal the Declaration of Independence. Get some lime juice. More of a plastic <laughs> book protector. Okay, <laughs> not your best impression. It's not. I just want to do it before you can do it. Um, <laughs> never seen that movie. Full key, full it's on key. Netflix. Watch it. No, nope, it's not <laughs> it's bad. I tried to. It's not good. It's not bad. It's, it's not good. No, if you look at it as as garbage, <laughs> then it's not so bad. You're right. <laughs> if you look at it as garbage. 
So where's the most interesting place you've ever traveled to? I, I got, it's not the most interesting place, but it has the most interesting name. <laughs> okay. Please. Upper Black Eddy, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Upper Black Eddy? Pennsylvania. It's a very Upper small Black very small town about 10 minutes away from New Jersey. You don't want to go to Lower Black Eddy. It's a <laughs> whole different experience. That's where my brother was first married. Is in it, Upper Black Eddy. Black Eddy on a beautiful Sunday morning. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what day it was, but it was in Upper Black Eddy, Pennsylvania. Where, uh, where have you been, EJ? Um... Some, some of the coolest places I've been to, is, it's funny, like I know that they're cool, but I wasn't able, for example, I went to LA, but I wasn't able to really enjoy it because I went there for a con, um, but I didn't really get a chance to go around the city. So, I mean, I, I would say Los Angeles. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. We went to Los Angeles when I was a kid. We did a big summer where we went everywhere. Uh, this was not one we drove to. This is when we flew. We went to, we flew to um, Los Angeles and we flew to San Francisco. Oh, cool. And uh, it was the same summer that we went to Wildwood, New Jersey, and New York. And then later on in the summer, we went to San Francisco and L.A., and then we flew, flew from San Francisco to Hawaii. And uh, wow. it was a big summer, dude. Like, it was a That's big awesome. summer. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> like, you say that, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I just want to, like, um, break out of band. You go, I've been to Italy. <laughs> I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. I think for me, it's actually, which we just got back from this fun fact audience, but we just, a couple of us here at our church went to Cota, Colombia. Colombia. Um, that was that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, as one of the people that went, we went for a missions trip. This was this was my first time doing a like international missions mm-hmm. adventure. And uh, Lismari went with us. And I will tell you... Um, the greatest thing that could have possibly happened to me for our week in Cota, Colombia was Lise Marie going with us because <laughs> she speaks Spanish and I don't. <laughs> and they do. And they sure do. <laughs> like pretty do. pretty much exclusively. And so, uh, so yeah, Lise Marie, I think the reason that she's really here tonight is because I owe her my life. <laughs> <laughs> she managed to keep me from getting killed in Bogota. And yes. uh, so now You're I owe welcome. her a life. Today. Yeah, no problem. No, it was a it was a really great I mean, it's beautiful over there. Yes, it is. Mountains everywhere you look. There's never not a mountain. You're just driving and there's just always a mountain. It's, it's not flat. Yeah. Like Florida. It's, <laughs> it's incredible. Like you're on the highway, but there's a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Did you see any uh, uh, free roaming alpaca? Yes. Yes. United. And, and cows too. Do you I remember mean, the cows and the Florida. cows they weren't Wait. even like they weren't even like fenced in. They Where were did on the you su- see an alpaca? It was an alpaca or a llama. I admit, I don't know the difference between the two. <laughs> I, think I think one of them has a llama. We were on neck. the bus, and you were next to Pastora Rosalba, and you were sleeping oh, from, from, okay. from translation exhaustion. One of, them, <laughs> one of them is an emperor. The other one's just an alpaca. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor's new groove. Nice. I uh, know. I got it. I got Cusco. Do have my groove. But they would. there was cows, and the cows would just be, like, when you look on the side of the road, you see the fences. Yeah. There were cows on the side of the road, but they were on the other, they were on the fence side. There's the same side as the cars. <laughs> it was very there weird. was a fence separating <laughs> the cows. <laughs> the fence was purely like cosmetic. We don't need this. Uh, <laughs> chickens everywhere. Yeah, and dogs and poop. Literally oh. dogs Ooh. everywhere. And Sounds lots like of poop. Right at my house. <laughs> dogs and poop. <laughs> <laughs> Chickens and dogs and poops and one alpaca. Oh I'm not God. eating at your restaurant anymore, man. <laughs> no. uh, but but uh, a, an, an amazing, a very, very friendly and welcoming people. Oh, they, yes. We were not in a very wealthy area, but they, no. they were so generous that even though we were there to serve them, 
it, it felt like we were consistently playing catch up uh, mm -hmm. with how how much they were they were yeah. serving us. It so was shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shout out. And, and it was cool because we were working at a school with some kids, and I was hanging out with the 11th graders. That's their their last grade there. And those kids they knew a little bit of English. There was one of them in particular that we we got to talk in quite a bit, and um, we we were just we, we started talking about nerd stuff a little bit and uh, told them about the show, and they subscribed. So uh, our friends from the school, the uh, Gymnasio Gyra. Did I get that right? <laughs> oh, do not laugh at me. The Gymnasio Gire, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. You, you weren't even close. <laughs> the G is it always like a food item. From Mine's the Gyra Gymnasium, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, oh, that so okay, delicious. so from Gimnasio Gire, <laughs> gracias. Yes, uh, day not. So I, I would just like to say, uh, Lisa, uh, I just want to say, solo quiero decir, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Nerd of Godcast. Gracias por escuchar el Nerd of Godcast. And it's wonderful to have uh, Nerd of God fans in Colombia. Y es maravilloso tener fanáticos de Nerd of God en Colombia. You are a beautiful clean, industrious people. <laughs> Son una, una gente muy bonita, muy industrious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> los queremos mucho. And we're looking forward to having you visit us in Orlando. Y nos encantaría tenerlos aquí en Orlando. Where you can flush your toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> I, I don't know the Spanish word for a flush. <laughs> I always forget that Alisuari is fluent in Spanish. Oh, yes. It's so lovely to hear her speak. I'm going to tell you, the hardest, at least, buddy, no warm showers for a week. Oh my gosh. That's awful. It's 45 degrees outside. The, the water is 40 degrees. Nope. Wow. I it, would stink. I don't think, <laughs> and, and forgive me if I cross the line here, Ew. I don't think my entire body was immersed in water the entire week. No. no. Like, I it was just like. Little well, baptisms. This leg Little gets bit. washed today. <laughs> That's all I can handle. Nope. And then, uh, and then, yeah, a Felt strange. Like Catholic priest. <laughs> just a, just sprinkle, a little sprinkle, sprinkle each time. Sprinkle. And pray. <laughs> but it was weird because it was so cold. I, we didn't sweat the whole week too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I, I mean, it was that. it was like it was so so like you could you could have worn the same socks all week long and no one would have said anything. I think that um, my favorite part of it though um, was that when we were there. The food was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, we went one day. We went to, to the mall in a place called Chia. Beautiful mall. I'm upset at you over this. Oh, don't be upset at me. Why? Why? You can't talk about. Oh, the food was amazing at the mall. I'm the only person that ate food at the mall. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You guys decided to go. What did you even do? I don't know. I ate ice cream. Okay. Well, I <laughs> ate steak and yucca and guacamole and mm -hmm. eggs, and it was like this giant plate of them, and they they served it to me on like a wooden slab with a metal plate on it and the steak was like sizzling when they put it on there. It was like something Gross. you would buy at a restaurant, not a food court. Oh, and yeah, I have pictures of it. And What's it was it I am so absolutely amazing. Hungry. And uh, and a huge like a tall giant glass of like fresh pineapple juice. Oh. And the whole thing like translated like eight dollars US. Praise Papa. Jesus. It was what? so good. It was so good. And so, yeah, I ate when I was at the mall, which is fine because that was the one night we got home and the food that they were serving us was not great. <laughs> it, was like it was like peppers a in a burrito, burrito or something like that. It was a tortilla filled with And, and e even the, the pastor felt a little janky about it. And she's like, we're going to order them some pizza, too. But it was Aww. pineapple pizza, so it's like pineapple, pineapple pizza is good. Pineapple, pizza? pineapple yeah. pizza. Is I didn't disgusting. get pineapple pizza. I just, pineapple pizza. Oh no, like because pineapple. you didn't. You didn't. You didn't get pineapple pizza because your faithful friendly Smarty specifically took a non-pineapple slice for you and saved it aside because I knew you didn't want a pineapple. Throw one. up a too sweet right there. 
Love that. Pineapple pizza. Now, now for talking about chocolate chip ice cream. Now going back to what because you're just talking about food. The best place I've ever gone that had for me that had the best food is New Orleans. New Orleans has some good food. I used to go there a lot when I was a kid. That was a conversation we were having like eight minutes. You were ago. just talking about the food. <laughs> we were just, just talking about Columbia. Um, and you and spent five minutes talking about the food in Columbia. Well, I was excited about the food in Columbia. I, I think the 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 conversation there is. I didn't, if I'm being 100% honest, I didn't want to go to Columbia. Like, that wasn't on my list of things to do. I kind of got, I don't want to say voluntold, but drafted. There was an opportunity, but it wasn't. That's not necessarily my passion. And if, like, if right before we got on the plane, you said, hey, someone else is going to go, you tag you out. I'll be like, bye, suckers. Okay, bye. Wasn't, it's not really super, super, super my thing. Um, I don't have beef with it. I'm glad, really glad that we went. I had a wonderful experience. Um, but... It's just not necessarily me to go and do that kind of thing. But sometimes we get called on to journeys in our lives that are not necessarily our thing. It, it seems right. like that's kind of one of God's like trademark moves is like, hey, follow me to this place. And you're like, yeah, but I'm kind of doing my thing. No, 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 you're doing this thing now. And, uh, it's always kind of interesting how that shoe kind of finds its way to the other foot. Has there ever been a time in your life where God has called you to like, come follow me on this? And you're like, yeah, but I'm doing this. And he's like, yeah, not anymore. No, this is easy. When I became a teacher, um, you know, the, I never had a desire to be a teacher. My mom, um, God bless her, she's been a teacher for like 22 years now. And really, it was a desperation move. Um, I was about to join the Air Force. Um, it was either join the Air Force or, you know, I was working at the time, like three part-time jobs. And some things kind of opened up. Where Your dad I, was in the Air Force, right? Yeah, my dad put in 20. And... So, you know, it was just one of those things where I started off as a substitute teacher. So I was a substitute teacher for quite a while. And it, it was just kind of this, this, it was, once again, this is perfect, an interesting journey. Um, I didn't want to do it. It was a desperation move. I did it for the money. I tried elementary, middle, high school. And it was cool because I ended up really just falling in love with, like, middle school, that age. There was something about that age group that I was like, wow, like, they're, they're moldable. Um, they're just interesting little human beings. And that's one way to And nobody it. else wants them. So, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, have, I have a heart for them. And so just continued with that. And then ultimately, because I was doing that back uh, in my hometown. Well, not hometown, but where my mom was living at at the time, Crestview, Florida. And I was living there. And so I moved back to Orlando and continued my journey as a substitute teacher until I became a full time teacher. And I, I did that, I was a uh, full-time for five years, and it was one of those things where I just always wrestled with it. Like, I don't really want to do this, but I always felt like God was telling me to stay. And just, man, and even the situation I was in, I was an art teacher. So here in Orange County, uh, there are no caps on electives. So I had like 50 or 60 kids in mm -hmm. one class. Yeah. So, I mean, at any given time, um, I had about almost 300 students on my roster, but I had about 50 to 60 children in each one of my classes. I wow. taught by myself. Wow. I had no co or no para or anything like that. So Bless it was just heart. one of these things where it was like God just had all of these children. Like I was responsible for all of these children. Children. And he taught me so much. Like before then, I wasn't really responsible, quote unquote, for anything. And to just be responsible for the lives of 300 students, it, it really changed me. So, I mean, that I wouldn't be the man that I am today if it wasn't for that. Um, and then, you know, ultimately I ended up quitting because it was just one of those things where I was able, like my hobby became a profession and then the profession, um, my hobby was becoming more serious and it really was just interrupting with my teaching career. And I, I made a decision and metaphorically jumped off a cliff and did uh, art full time. 
But that five-year stint as a teacher really taught me so much about love and compassion, um, understanding, patience, just everything that the Bible talks about love being. Being surrounded by 300 students every single day, every single weekday, it changed my life. And that brings a really um, interesting point, I think, because you're talking about like the journey. And a lot of times when we think I'm going on a journey, like yeah. I'm going to this place. So we, we kind of make the journey the A to Z thing. Like I'm going to the store. So we get in the car and we go to the store. I'm going to the bathroom. So we get go to the bed. We get in the car and go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> That's why I never accept rides from Jackie. <laughs> That's funny. We, uh, we, you know, we just kind of think about the destination, but yeah. we don't necessarily always think about the process no. that we go through because it, teaching wasn't your destination, no. but it was part of your journey that shaped the person that you are. Think about it in that frame has there ever been a time in your life where you're going from a to z but kind of what happened somewhere in the middle there became a huge part of your story and something that was defining for you i feel like my entire kind of life is a bit of a like in a journey that has kind of prepared me for where i am now i think about it i was i mentioned this before but like i was raised in puerto rico i've lived here in orlando for about five years is that the same as puerto rico Yes, they're in the same area. Okay. Um, <laughs> same place. <laughs> and I just, I look back on it and I think it's crazy. I remember being over there and just never even imagining that I would be in this beautiful country <laughs> here. And, it, you know, I just felt small. And then you're doing things over there and just knowing English from a young age or working in my church over there when I was a kid with the kids over there and then coming here moving suddenly and suddenly oh it's a good thing you you knew English as a kid and it's a good thing that you worked with children as a kid because now I work at a school as well and I work with kids I work with youth and I speak English very well thank you <laughs> And so I just think, wow, God is so so cool like that, that he knew my journey was going to bring me to this place. And so even in an unlikely location, as small of a place as, as my hometown that I see what was, uh, he had me prepared for, for where I would be right now. So that's pretty cool. And I think that's cool. Even in the stories that we kind of geek out about, you know, in the, in the fiction that we enjoy, you always see those things along the way in the journey. Like something yeah. will happen that will set up for victory later on. And it doesn't seem like a big deal at the time. Karate uh, Kid. Perfect example. <laughs> perfect example, Neff. I mean, 100%. Because? Because all the things he thinks he's just doing chores, but then later on when he's fighting people, all, all the moves that he was doing while doing the chores turned out to be like moves that he had learned. Yeah, and that's an amazing example. And you, you see that again and again in um, Goonies, I think, is a great example. Because you got these kids, they're on this quest, middle schoolers, uh, on a quest to uh, to to find One-Eyed Willie's rich stuff, you know? And, and they don't even know 100% where they're going. They just find a map and go for it. But along the way, all of the things that kind of make them unique, uh, all of the things that are sort of their pre-existing passions and skills and abilities come into play. Mouth speaks Spanish, Spanish. <laughs> so he's able to read the map. Uh, you know, uh, Andy, Data right. has the ability to, you know, he has these inventions, like pinches apparel, and they, you know, they save him, or, or Andy, Andy can play piano, and, kind of. you know, so they all have, mm -hmm. the, you know, hit one more wrong note, well, I'll be flat. 
Um, they also they all sort of have these things that are kind of built into their characters that while they were just sitting at home listening to Cindy Lauper, they didn't necessarily know were going to be the things that were going to bring them to a certain victory. Even even uh, Mikey's marble pouch, you know, like oh, yeah. just different things like that that kind of bring them to that point where it's like, oh, these things were the things that were going to get you through this quest all along. Check off, check off, check off's gun. gun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and you can look. I think you could probably look through the same thing in, in a lot of different stories. I, I, not being a Harry Potter fan, I'm sure that over the course of the, the eight movies at Hogwarts, things happen in layers upon layers upon layers Magical that kind of layers. <laughs> Magical Layers, bad name called it. Magical Layers, uh, ice cream flavor called it. Middle Earth, you know, they, they in, in the Lord of the Rings. I mean, they receive these things that, like later on, oh, now I hold up even Star's light, or you know, uh, that that uh, Bilbo got. Uh, sting, and it would later come on when it was in Frodo's hand. You know, it's different, different things like that. I mean, how the story just kind of unpacks and unfolds, and and there's a journey that they're on. Um, and I, I always think of are Indiana Jones fans here. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I love the things in Indiana Jones when he's going from one location to the next, and they just show the map the, with the, the plane, the yeah. little red line of the yeah. plane like <laughs> flying across. I think that's so cool. Yeah. It's like he was here, and now he's in Nepal, <laughs> and now he's in Cairo. You know, just like all these cool. It's like he's going on an adventure. But why did he just go straight on a one-way flight? I, well, you know, I, I think layovers, <laughs> frequent God. flyer miles. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> and we are on a quest for the Grail. And it. And they're traveling. <laughs> they're traveling across England, looking for the. They're they're on a quest, and they're they're and, and along the way, at, at the beginning, it's just Arthur and Patsy, and uh, and by the end, he's got Sir Bedivere and Sir Galahad and Sir Lancelot and Sir not appearing in this film, and they're, they're <laughs> and right. they they've come together, and that's another cool thing I think in, in the 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 stories of these journeys is that along the way you meet new people that join your quest mm -hmm. that kind of you share a common bond with one of my favorite examples of this and I don't know that any of you guys have ever experienced this or played this but it's the video game Chrono Trigger yes so good oh so good and along so the way I mean you start out as just three characters but along the way you add these amazing cool dynamic yeah. characters to your party and by the end it's like you're a family of people that have joined or every Final Fantasy game the same way now this is a deep cut so I don't know if anybody here has seen this movie or if it's just me but there's a movie that came out when I was a kid called Little Giants mm -hmm. and it was a football movie it was a football yeah. movie yeah. Was about with kids it's and what was great yes is you had like all these like kind of dorky kids so Ed like, O'Neill and uh, Rick Moranis yes it is yeah. it's a yeah. fantastic that's what movie. I was about to say so you have like three or four kids that are like kind of okay players and then a girl who's like fantastic so they all try out for the PB football game and none of them make it the girl doesn't make it because she's a girl and then the rest of them just aren't very Boo. good. So, like, they decide to make <laughs> their right. own team, but there's only supposed to be one Pee Wee football team in the town. So you, like, see throughout the next, like, half an hour, 45 minutes of the movie, them finding these other little ragtag, like, goonie-type, like, kids who just have, like, something distinctive. Like, this one kid has can kick really well because he's a soccer player, but he's never played football before. And there's another kid who can catch who can catch really well, but he can't catch football, but he can catch toilet paper really well. Like, if you're just playing catch a toilet paper. Is he from Puerto Rico? <laughs> no, he was a black kid. Wow. <laughs> Unnecessary. Because the president sometimes throws toilet paper oh. at, at Puerto Rico. But it's just, it's one of those. Aww, you're just saying that reminded me Fake of the, the montage of them finding all these weird little like 
no one thought of these kids players and, and then they win and see alert. now that's a cool thing because that's it that's an image of christianity i mean mm-hmm. when jesus goes and picks the disciples he didn't go to like the yes. elite ivy league yeah. like he, he got fishermen he got like the, the uh, tax, hey, tax collector, collector you're with us you're, you're an enemy nobody yeah. likes you nobody Come likes you me. you're you're on my team <laughs> like i feel like the fat kids would have gotten picked for dodgeball first if jesus was the captain yeah right Aww. my favorite that's thing, a sweet analogy my favorite things in stories is when uh, like I know, I think it's happened in like Samurai Jack or, or shows like that, where like ca- there'll be like one-off characters in like a show for like one episode, and then like at the end of the series or the end of the show, the end of the storyline, all those characters that were like sub-characters come back to help the main the main character. You guys never? No, I have no idea what you're talking. No, about. I'm gonna write a <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Oh. What do I think of? What's that movie with Fred Savage and the Power Glove? The Wizard. The Wizard. California. Great <laughs> quest movie. I love it. Is, that's whenever I think of like road trip movies. Yes. That's usually like in the top like three. That I love I the think Power of. Glove. It's so, so bad. bad. <laughs> and young There's and a, young mashed potato. A little boy who has tremendous <laughs> social anxiety. He's probably autistic or something like that. He wants to go to California, and his brother thinks that he wants to go for the Nintendo World Championship. So they basically run away and hitchhike across the country. Who was the girl that they picked? I haven't seen this movie. In yeah, she years. was some hustler teenager girl from Las Vegas or something like that. And they just pick her up along the way, and they become like a little trio of runaway kids going to the video game championship in California, Universal Studios. But he didn't really want to go to the video game championship he wanted to go to california because that was the last place his parents were together before they split up at the dinosaurs right yeah but he but he couldn't you know he couldn't articulate that so they went on this quest and they ended up finding something that they didn't expect along the way and it was wonderful uh just a really cool like as as 11 year old me was just like right there with fred savage on that on that journey. Wait, what was this movie again? The, the Wizard. Wizard. It was basically an hour and a half long Nintendo commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the movie, he goes and plays Nintendo like yeah, wow. a giant now screen. Super Mario, Mario Brothers three. three. Which that was the first time we saw Super Mario Brothers three, and I lost my ever loving mind. <laughs> In the theater. In the theater, I really did. Uh, Lord of the Rings is the perfect mm-hmm. example of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, Labyrinth, mm-hmm. Labyrinth. Labyrinth, through dangers untold and hardships unnumbered, I fought my way to the castle beyond the Goblin City to take back the child you have stolen. Bill and Ted. Yeah, to Bill some, yeah, Ted. Bill and Ted. Yeah, the first one, I like the first one, but Bogus no. Journey is fantastic. The first one's a better example of the quest. It is, though. it is, because they get all the people and they, they do what they got to do. Um, sometimes people go on these quests because they're looking for something they lost. Sometimes they have to go on these quests for survival. Uh, really deep cut. None of you guys have probably experienced this. You all definitely should. It's one of my favorite comic books of all time. It's called Elf Quest uh, by Wendy and Richard Peeney. And it is about a group of elves that live in the forest, and it's their ancestral home, and it gets burned down by vengeful humans, and they have to, like, flee. And they go on this journey. They've never left home before, and they end up traveling across the world, and it's an amazing adventure and how they grow and how they change uh, as the story progresses. Like they, they're transformed by their journey. And I think that sometimes journeys have that effect on us. They, mm-hmm. they leave when we went to Columbia, we went to serve Lee Smotty. We went to go mm-hmm. and, and, and serve and, and try to make a, an impact in the lives of these kids. But I would dare say I left more impacted than, oh, than yeah. they, than they were. They made, just you can't have an expectation you can't go you, you know going into any journey you kind of just have to let god do his thing i yeah. mean i went thinking it was going to be a certain way that i was going to be f- serving a particular function which yeah. was not translator but <laughs> that ended up being it and that's but, and jokes aside like 
God knew that that was going to be something they need. You know, like, yeah. you go into something and God brings you something else and uses people to bring something else to the table. And I'll say this. Translation is what it is. I have an app on my phone that does translation and you just talk <laughs> into it and it gives you the language back. But but there's more. I, I think that as a minister, and, and you have a, a, a wonderful minister's heart, Lee's money. I think that as a minister, when you were translating, you weren't just like, the word is this. You were telling the story through the filter of your own experience as you were sharing this testimony from one of the, the pastors that is there in this town, this uh, Pastor Rosalba, uh, as, as Lise Mati was sharing the words that she was sharing, she was experiencing those things. It was a very, a very emotive, emotional moment. It was, it was really powerful. Um, and, and I think about that sometimes too. Like when our pastor is preaching, uh, you know, he'll get up and preach on Sunday morning, but, you know, we'll do things that will accompany his message, like little skits, or we'll make graphics for the screen or different things that sort of enhance and go along. And to me, that's like an honor because we are helping make the message mm-hmm. palatable. You know, the, mm-hmm. the chef cooks the meal, but the waiter brings the meal. You know, yeah. like they, they serve it in a way that makes people feel honored to receive it. Yeah. Uh, so that that's, that's an interesting thing. Do you think then, going back to what you just said, do you think that like these journeys that we go on are an important part of the story that God is telling in our lives? Yeah, Why, for sure. I mean, because like you learn so much like so for example when I was in middle school I felt the call to become a band director like that's the thing and I wasn't anticipating um learning everything the way that I have been because my journey still isn't complete and I'm still going through a lot of the processes but a lot of the things I've been through on my way to becoming a band director I would have never thought would have happened if I didn't start going on this journey it's not like I'm gonna wake up one morning and be in that position and be able to do exactly what I want like there's a lot of you gotta walk it out you gotta walk it out and it's it's a very it's been a very interesting experience that I'm not done with yet but like it's it's awesome because I just keep looking back every year um, and seeing how God's used me in that year and how he's continuing to. And for my observation, not even just as a director of music, because I've seen your passion for that. I've seen you help students kind of uncover their passions for that mm-hmm. and kind of refine their craft. Mm-hmm. But it's also open doors for you to be a voice of discipleship and encouragement to people. Mm-hmm. As they're on their journeys, you find yourself sort of leading them. It reminds me of the video game Journey. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that game no. so yes. much. That's Which is fantastic. so good. I'm going to go Such home and play Journey game. tonight. Like, like this, is, this is exactly what I, that's the medicine that I need for this episode so good because you're on it's like we're on this way we have this destination that we're headed towards but so much amazing stuff happens on the process and we encounter other people that are also on their own journeys yeah and in those moments as when when we encounter them we kind of bump them forward or lead them better off than we found them um amazing we become like spiritual Tom Bombadils. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some, some of them don't leave us at the end. They wait for us. <laughs> That's true. They wait for us. That's so powerful. That game is so... If you have not played the game Journey, so just good. fix your life right now. <laughs> so good. I think, about, um, I, I think about this. This thought occurred to me as I was kind of you know looking at some stuff for the show tonight. And I was just thinking like in the Bible, in, in my Bible, there's only two parts in the Bible that are in color. And that is the words of Jesus... And the maps. Those are the only two colored <laughs> things in my Bible. The words of Christ and the maps. And I, I think it's so important because uh, I used to always ignore the maps. But then I think, like, a guy left what he was comfortable with. Paul left his comfort zone. Um, or Old Testament maps, the, the children of Israel left, even though it was slavery, they left their home that they'd been in for 400 years 
and they they followed God to a place. They went on a place that they didn't understand. They had to step out, and there were things that happened along the way. Paul ate cool foods on the way. Paul got <laughs> in a shipwreck along the way. You know, he got beat up in this place, or you know, he met interesting people in these places, or he saw people come to Christ uh, along the way. Every one of those little lines, every one of those little dotted lines is is another step of faith is another step where he had to be dependent upon god when you said uh getting out of our comfort zone yeah. and getting uncomfortable i think that's such a huge thing with journeys when you think of the hobbit and bilbo baggins he did not yeah. originally want to go no, he did not he wanted to stay at his hobbit hole with his books and his, and his food food and his chairs like he didn't want to do it but he grew so much in that time and yeah. friendships that would last a lifetime yeah. kind of deal. And so that's that's awesome. Like, God wants to put you out of your comfort zone I, to use you to do something While I was amazing. working today, I ran. I was. I had The Hobbit on in the background just for, like, background noise. <laughs> and boy, that's a good movie. I think I crapped on it a little bit because it wasn't Lord of the Rings, but it is, it's solid. Still haven't seen any of them. Like, you mentioning the, like, the story of, like, people of Israel. I think of the story of Moses. Yeah. Because, like... Here's a guy who can't speak very well, has a, has a stutter, you know, who has been, uh, like, exiled. Like, he ran away from his home sure. that he grew up in. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, he's told he has to go free a huge group of people from a giant empire. Sure. And it's like... And that burning bush creates a wonderful picture. I think that's like so iconic, probably more than any other time in the Bible uh, until Jesus came along and said, put down your nets um, of that invitation. Because a journey always begins with an invitation, whether it's um, Obi-Wan Kenobi telling Luke Skywalker, you know, you're going to come with me to, to Alderaan, of course, you know, or, or whether it's uh, Gandalf coming in and saying, you know, Frodo, we're, we're going to, to Rivendell or whether it's, you know, Rufus. Sure. Whether it's Rufus talking to Bill and Ted, or and, and you you know go down the list of, of there's always that invitation, and you always have the choice: will I follow or will I not follow? And um, boy, I, I want to be, and boy, I can't stand that I'm about to quote this movie. Oh wait, go are ahead, Steve. You gonna quote what I think you're gonna quote? Is it Transformers? It is Transformers. <laughs> Do you really want to look back at your life and wonder if you got out of the car? Yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, something, something like that. that. That's, that's as close uh, to it. I was thinking. <laughs> that's, I was thinking the exact same thing. Just. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, Shia. And, and that's the thing. Like we have to. When when Christ comes along with that invitation. The Bible. Do you do you remember the people in the Bible that that Jesus went to their boats and said, "Put down your nets and make me, and I'll make you fishers of men," and they chose not to because I don't remember them either because they didn't get to be in the book. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they didn't. The story wasn't about them. It was the people that said, "Okay, they're, they're the ones that get to be in the story." Uh, we we saw the hobbits that stayed at home with their you know with their radishes and their ale and their you know all the, the their hobbit holes. We saw them at the beginning and we saw them at the end, but for three movies, we didn't know or care where they were because they didn't accept an invitation. Uh, invitation, in, invitation leads to confrontation. Along the way, you're going to find resistance. You're going to find challenges. There's going to be ring wraiths chasing you, or you know, there's going to be fratellis uh, nipping at your heels, or there's going to be, and, and the, you know, whatever. There's going to be Lucas and his power glove, <laughs> whatever the the adversary may be. I thought you were going to say Lucas and his and his new trilogy. 
Sure. You know, there's going to be stormtroopers. Whatever the thing is, there's going to be uh, dementors. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that, that yeah. counts. That works. Death. Prison death, Mike. Death, death, death eaters. eaters. Whatever. Prison I don't thing know. The death eaters. I'm trying here, you guys. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> the dementors. Yeah, there's going to be you know, scary. bad things that are going to come along the way, and they're going to confront you, but we overcome those things. I always think of, and you haven't seen Lord of the Rings yet, Least Money, but that's next That's on the us. list. It's so I good. Gave, I gave Least Money the Lord of the Rings trilogy on DVD, and... Uh, like she didn't watch it. Her sister watched it. <laughs> watch, watch the. <laughs> but her sister first. did, which makes <laughs> Goody, which makes her sister better than me. Way cooler than you. Um, but the in that movie, I always think of Weathertop. They just left home. They're up on this fort, just kind of like camping out, and all of a sudden, uh, on all sides, the ring wraiths come in, and they're surrounded. And it's like there's that initial confrontation of like, holy crap, things just got real, and it's mm-hmm. it's. We're going to die here unless something happens. Yep. Uh, the same thing in the Mines of Moria. And that, that, there's no better example of this journey than than The Lord of the Rings. Mm. The whole movie <laughs> so good. Is, is a journey. and but, but you're going to face confrontation. What do you do when you face confrontation? Do you say, that's it, I'm out, I'm going home? That's what the Egyptians did. Or the, that's what the Israelites did. They wanted to go back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. They, they were like, hey, listen, it's hot out here, and I'm tired. And There was food back there. There was food back there, <laughs> man. Can we just go back to I'm Egypt? thirsty. And, and Are we there yet? <laughs> and when confrontation comes, I mean, I think that's going to be what pushes us forward or what pushes us down. Yeah. And, and the, really, when we're following God, the only difference is... Our, our perspective on it. John chapter 6, yeah. the, the, the people are there. Jesus has got 5,012 people with him. Um, and and 5,000 of them leave. And he turns to the disciples. He's like, you going to go too? And they're like, where else can we go? You you have the words of life. And that's the thing. It's like if we can keep the perspective of, listen, Christ is leading us on this journey. And whatever else is back at home, we left it for a reason. Yeah. So... We keep our eyes on what's ahead and and not on what's behind. And I think that that when we do that, then the confrontation never seems so intimidating. Uh, From invitation to confrontation, uh, along the way, we find ourselves experiencing transformation. Mm-hmm. This is rolling out like a sermon a little bit, isn't it? Just a little bit. I feel like I should be taking notes right now. Because when Frodo got to the fires of Mount Doom, he was very different than the Frodo that left oh, the yeah. shot. Yes, he, yes was. he was. When Luke Skywalker stood on the second yeah. Death Star, he was very different than the Luke Skywalker who wanted to go to Tashi Station. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and, and along these journeys, we see these transformations in these characters. You know, the Mikey at the end of the movie, you know, he throws out his inhaler. You know, he goes because which he, was probably not recommended by his, <laughs> his <laughs> doctor. Uh, there, the, you know, there's we find ourselves transformed from you know we started this thing as boys and we end this thing as as men. You know, and, and pardon the gender as specificity men, there. Congratulations. Okay, and then ultimately the idea is that we keep it in our focus that we'll usually arrive at a destination. That's yeah. good, right? Yeah. So we go from invitation to confrontation to transformation to destination. Sometimes, not always. We don't always make it to our destination. Mm. Not everybody makes it. You know, for every for every Aragorn, there's a Boromir. You know, and I'm spoiler alert. There's um, you know, there there's those that set out that don't complete it. Moses didn't even make it to the promised land. No. My man had to hit that rock twice. It's like, no, just speak to it. Just speak to yeah. it. It's, it's going to... I got to hit it. got to hit it. I got to hit the rock. <laughs> Don't hit the rock. Don't is, hit the rock. As Baba from Throw Baba from the Train, <laughs> being Moses in the Hey, hey, give me some water. Pen your rock. But God has a destination for us. He's called us 
to go to a place that he's going to show us. And, and, and even if we don't see the promises, uh, Abraham didn't see the promises fulfilled. Isaac didn't see the promises fulfilled. Jacob didn't see the promises fulfilled. You know, we, we see that happen in Christ. And even we, eye hasn't seen and ear hasn't heard, EJ. You know, there's we still don't have all these, but we know there is yeah. a destination. And we know that we're going to make it to the mountaintop. Um, I, I think of even an example of Jesus in, in, in the book of Mark. And it starts in chapter 4. It goes through chapter chapter 5 and 6, where Jesus is, he's out there and he, he's hanging with the disciples. And they're like, they get to this boat and they're like, let's go to the other side of the lake. So they all get in the boat, they go to the other side of the lake, and you guys know the story. It's when there's a storm, and yes. Jesus is like, peace, be still, and the water is like, what manner of man is this? You know, And they, they get to the other side. So there's already this adventure happening. There's already an invitation and a confrontation happening. The very forces of nature are against them. And, and they get to the other side, and as soon as they get to the other side, do you remember who they met? I think it was in chapter 5 of Mark. The... Uh the, the demon person? The demon person. Gold star, Quentin. They, the Legion. They, they meet a guy that's in yeah, a... He's got demons in him, and he's in a graveyard, and he's cutting Whoa. himself with rocks, yeah. and, he, like, people try to subdue him, and he's, like, throwing him off of him, and he's, like, crazy feral demon dude. And Jesus is like, yeah, <laughs> nah, goodbye. And there and, and, and sends it like, him... It was like that scene in uh, the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. I'm a little piggy. Oh, is it? <laughs> go, Ninja! Go, Ninja! Go! Rock second Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So they... <laughs> they um, oh, you're talking about the new one. Oh, the, the, the not good one. We're, we're talking like about the, the good sixth ones. Ninja Turtles oh. movie, I think. I'm sorry. The more accurate ones. Uh, oh. uh, the mm. first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie is one of the greatest superhero yes. movies of all time. Amen. So, so that the, he casts the demons out, and and then he he goes on. I mean, this journey continues. It's like I don't know. After I cast the demon out, I'm going on break. I'm going. I have a, I have accomplished something today. I, I did a thing, and now it's Miller time. You know, like we're gonna we're gonna have a little resty poo. Jesus keeps on walking, runs into the guy named Jairus, and Jairus is like, "By the way, my daughter's sick. Oh, yeah. Can you come?" Pr-? Uh, this is all happening yeah. back to back to back. And it's like Jesus is playing Skyrim. And, <laughs> he can't even and, move five feet without going on another another micro quest from some NPC. And then while going to help Jairus, the woman with the issue of blood is comes to touch him. on to help Jairus's daughter, and a woman comes up, and she's like, "Touch." You know, and she's like. I'm healed. Don't touch and he's it. like, who touched me? That was it was a bad Jesus voice. He's like, who touched me? <laughs> who touched me? And who touched me? <laughs> Stop it. Charles, <laughs> Charles just, Nelson Riley is Jesus Christ. That's, a, that's his Jesus from God's mouth. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like, I who touched me? So, uh, but remember, this sto- like that's a story that people preach on, just like, and then the woman touched him. She had faith. There was healing in his wings, and, and she was made whole. That happened on the way somewhere else. I mean, he was going to another thing. And then as soon as that happens, they come and they're like, oh, no rush for Jairus' daughter. She's dead. And Jesus is like, no, she's not. And they're like, yeah, we checked her. She is dead. Dead as Darnell Stiff. Didn't they laugh at him? Well, he went in there. He's like, she's not dead. She's sleeping. And they laughed at him. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, okay, Talitha Kumi. And she's like, hallelujah. And she jumps right up. Go grab some Keebler crackers. We're going to have to feed this. Get her some apple juice. She's going to be parched. So she jumps up and she's alive. And everybody's praising God. This all happened. Because my man crossed a lake. You know, like, all of this happened in, in, in one swoop. And then, because Jesus says, hey, all right, cool deal. We've done a lot of things. Let's go home and save our game. And he goes back to his hometown, and nobody there freaking believes in him. Everybody makes it. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's just a Car- carpenter. Carpenter's kid, sure thing. And he couldn't even do any miraculous works there because they, their belief, their, their disbelief was so great. So... 
This all happened because my man crossed a lake. Like this was like a perfect example of Jesus was on a quest and he, he you know, called these disciples. But you know what the, my favorite part of the story is? Because all of these things literally happen back to back to back to back to back. My favorite part is the thing that happens next. Quentin, do you know what happens next? Uh, he, he does, the thing happens. Yes, exactly. Yes. Nailed it. I'm glad that you got that right. The next thing that happens after he goes on this quest, remember, peace be still, the water is restored, demon guy casts him into pigs, uh, Jairus' daughter, woman with the issue of blood, raising the dead, going back home and fi- facing confrontational neighbors and classmates. And the next thing Jesus does is he takes the disciples and he sends them out. The next thing that happens, zero pause in between. He says, all right, now you go do that. Mm -hmm. And that's the story that Jesus is telling. Jesus is saying, you've seen, you've experienced the things that I've done. Now you go do it. All of these things back to back to back. We are Frodo to his Bilbo. You know, we are Luke to his Obi-Wan. Jesus has had his adventure, and now he's saying, and that's the whole purpose. From Matthew 28 all the way through Acts is the whole purpose is, I've done a thing. You're going to do greater things. Here's the power of the Holy Spirit. Your turn. Go, wow. go, go. We're on a quest. Yeah. We're on a journey. God's put us. He's, he's invited us. He's prepared us for confrontation. He is preparing within us transformation, and we're going to that destination. Mm-hmm. And that destination ultimately is not even heaven, um, but the destination is to be here on earth and to live more like him, to be more like Jesus. Uh, and, and, and our journey inspires the journeys of other people. So um, just be assured, no matter where you are in your quest, no matter where you are in your journey, no matter if you, if you feel like you're just beginning or you've gotten lost somewhere along the way, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 says that he who started a good work in you will be faithful to carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. When troubles come along your way, don't forget what it says in James chapter 1. Whenever you experience various trials, know that the testing of your faith produces endurance but endurance must do its complete work so you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And when you forget what that destination is or it becomes just a little hazy, that's when we have to press on the hardest. Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, I press towards the mark. And that word press is an action word. I press. I, I just, I plow through. I don't, I, I just throw all opposition off of me. Um, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And I just want to challenge you. We've all traveled. We're all going to continue traveling. But wherever God is calling you and carrying you, Go into it with boldness. Go into it with passion. Go into it with excitement and expectation and determination because he's called you and he's going to carry you there. Final thoughts? Don't be afraid of the discomfort that God puts you in because he's going to use it to really help you. When I see Sam and Frodo sleeping on the side of a rock on a mountain outside of Mordor uh, and they're all out of Olympus bread, you know, like when I see that, I'm going... Well, this would be the perfect time for them to quit and go home. Mm-hmm. But they're so close. They're so close. Press on. Don't quit now. Mm-hmm. All of Middle Earth is dependent upon you. And you are the least qualified people to do this. Mm-hmm. And there you are. It's just amazing how God works. Oh. And how J.R.R. Tolkien works. <laughs> Galatians 6.9. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't give up. Never give up. Never, Never surrender. surrender. <laughs> Well, this is uh this this kind of brings us to the uh, the the off ramp for our episode tonight. Um, 
I just wanted to say thank you so much for you guys being here. It's, we had a great time off. Uh, did a lot of preparations for the next few episodes and what we're going to be doing this season. Uh, a lot of things for you guys to look forward to in the squad. Thank you so much for, for enduring um, the conversation tonight and getting to this point. One of the things I want to challenge you guys with, uh, and then we'll close out tonight, is a new season resolution. I'm not going to make you answer the question right now, but for the rest of the season, I want you guys to expand your horizons and think of something that you can get geeked out about. Something that, uh, you know, if you're really into comic books, Neff, or if you're really into movies, Stephen, find something with which to expand your horizons, Find something that you can consume and learn about and be passionate about that's not necessarily in your wheelhouse, in your bailiwick, in your comfort zone, and um, and pursue it. Just let's let's broaden our minds. Um, so I have uh, I've gotten one already. I, I thought about this, and I am going to at the inspiration of Pastor Mayor Rodney Cannon and his lovely wife Lindsay. I listened to a musical on my way back, my way back from youth camp. Dear Evan Hansen, um, great show. Some some really cool songs. Yeah, uh, we we listened to this on the way to Columbia the other day. We were like very appropriate. At least Maria and I shared a pair of headphones numerous times uh, this past week, yeah. and so we. I listened to it and I thought I used to have a passion for musical theater but I don't think I ever got past like the mid 90s in the the Andrew Lloyd Webber phase so <laughs> I would I'm going to geek out a little bit about musical theater I'm going to listen to some new musicals uh, I'm going to do some research I'm going to maybe go see some shows and that's going to be something maybe not necessarily nerdy but something that I can geek out about that's beyond my natural flight pattern so think about it you don't have to answer now but next time we come that's your homework assignment think about the things that is, that, that you can get geeky uh, geeked about or that you can expand your horizon least Mata, you still have at least one more uh christopher nolan batman movie to watch <laughs> and to then go. we are watching lord of the rings together so my horizons have the been extended decided on for me <laughs> and, I'll, and i'll tell you this you oh. think that watching batman with me is an exercise in excitement <laughs> wait till you watch lord of the rings with my wife <laughs> yes. You All you right. have not experienced passion of fandom. All right, I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. I'm nervous. There's a lot it's, of anticipation. It's Those movies are so, it's so good. So good. <laughs> they are so good. Um, we are we are reaching the end of our episode tonight. Um, I do uh, with heavy heart. Um, Lise Marty, do you remember when we were in um, Columbia yes. and we? It was the last <laughs> day that we were at the school, and we were painting shelves in a in a bookshelves in a kid's classroom they wanted us to paint fun little designs on it but boy i don't know what kind of paint they used ej mm. mm-hmm. but it smelled like hot cabbage and death mm. <laughs> it was pungent dude it illegal. was it was yeah something about it was illegal it it had to be dude it was like a yeah. chemical spill it was it burned your the inside of your lungs it was mm. awful yeah so they were painting in there and they'd been painting for a long time and as a joke <laughs> i came in and said oh you guys are almost done with this fantastic we just have two more classrooms to go which we didn't. <laughs> I was just making that up to antagonize them. And then everybody kind of, we laughed and we walked out of the room and they're like, thank you so much. We just have two more classrooms to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh crap. I was joking, y'all. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know when I said that first thing that it was going to actually Be happen. Pathetic, yeah. So uh, this is episode 71? Question mark? Sure. 72, I believe. Give me 30 seconds and I can check for you. Uh, regardless, on the last episode of season three, The Cliffhanger, we talked about um, who's going to be back for next season and who's going to be gone for next season. And it was uh, it was sort of like the, the it was a joke. It was a joke. We were not anticipating losing anybody. It was just done for comedy's mm-hmm. sake. And then they said, 
two more classrooms, please. Uh, it it mm. ended up turning out to be uh, sadly true. Uh, but tonight we uh, we do say farewell to a uh, a friend, a cohort, a colleague, and a crew member. Uh, she will be leaving us to go to New Jersey for an undisclosed amount of time. Wait, wait, I thought I've heard this already. But Jessica Manchester, we love you. And uh, yeah, we, it, it's a very similar story to <laughs> the exodus of Tory Line. Apparently, New Jersey is where all of our refuse goes to. But uh, we, we love you and we salute you and we will desperately miss you. And if there's anything we can do to talk you out of leaving, just let us know what it is. Jessica, you have the floor. Oh, I thank you. No, I mean, it's... I'll be back. It's a reverse story. I'll be back. Everybody comes back. Oh, yes. I've tried to leave Florida before. It, you know, I always come back. <laughs> Nick, Nick, how are you, buddy? I'm good. It'll be okay. Oh, I'm good. Fighting for composure. Well, uh, you, one one episode as producer, and now we're, uh, we're, we're losing you. But uh, we know there's a lot of situations more than we probably need to share on the air. But... Um, you have been a really great friend for my golly, ten years now. Yep. Yeah. Good Almost coming years. up on it. Next uh, September. September. My goodness, you September were a baby 23rd. when we met each other. Holy cow! She was twenty. We were all babies. She was, I was twenty. I was your age when yep. we met each other. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> um, but uh, you you've been involved not just in our show. I mean, you're a huge part of our church, and you're a great friend. I mean, you're a big part of our life, and um, we will definitely miss you, and mm-hmm. we love you, and we. Um, we salute you, and we'll be praying for you. Yes. And she's still going to be actively involved in the show and doing social media stuff and uh, continuing to encourage and inspire, and we're going to have her uh, Skype in sometimes. We'll make her Yay. do it. Yeah, it's not easy to get rid of me. It is not easy to get rid <laughs> Good. of you. She's like a popcorn kernel in your teeth. You, you can... I'll nope, always be I was there. I to say, you can feel her with your tongue, but you can't get rid of her. But right, as it turns man. out, that's not what I meant. How about no? <laughs> I mean, oh. Nick... Um, oh. No. Okay. <laughs> 11th grade Colombian students listening. <laughs> they don't so speak English. <laughs> um, at least when you translate what he just said. No, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> do it. don't uh, only adults get this far What's into the, the show Spanish anyway. Spanish word for abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, speaking of Spanish words for abstinence, um, another one of our friends will be abstaining from returning to our show, and uh, it breaks my heart again. Uh, in, in a swift one-two punch that tonight we will be saying goodbye, farewell, and off we descend to your boy, what? Jamie Evans. Wow. Yeah, no, uh, it's interesting that tonight's show was about journeys um, because your boy is, is kind of moving into a different, you know, I guess season level of my artistry. And uh, in December, I have a really big show. I have my first gallery show in oh, Lake Wells, Florida. And it's... It, I'm about to start crying. Like it's 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 a god thing, and for so long, I mean, I've always wanted to you know show in galleries and really just take take the art to the next level. And I've had to make a lot of uh, personal choices and just in regards to time and just kind of understanding where I need to, I guess, put like my eggs. What you know, what eggs do I need to put in this basket and that? And so it, it does hurt to leave, um, but I just I really have to free myself. In, in a way that I can just go full-fledged, you know, with uh, this next level of my artistry. So I just, I thank you guys. I love you guys a lot. Good and, for you. Uh, you know, journey. I mean, it's what way to go, you know, uh, what way to, to leave with a show like this where we talked about journey because I am definitely in the midst of, of the journey and, and continuing forward. And 
um, this season of my life, I learned a lot and I grew and I got a chance to know all you guys very well. And I will miss you guys. It was we'll awesome. It was good times. And the nice thing is, unlike Jessica, we'll still see him pretty yeah, regularly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your boy will be around me right? here um, but, in, in Orlando. But, but we'll have a lot of inside jokes that you won't get anymore, and I look forward to exploiting that. Again, <laughs> <laughs> one Latino, we lose another. <laughs> we got, But we got a, we lose a Latino and a girl, so we get a Latino girl. That's there what we, we got. Two for one. Two for one. She, she is the She's hybrid. She's an older twin. Now I what told we need you guys to do, I'm a steal. We just need you to grow a big bushy beard, Lisa Bunny, and that way <laughs> we, won't feel, guys, we won't feel I, the absence. I know this oh, I thought you were going to say grow a big bushy beard so you get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just need you to be a lot less likable. Then we can get rid of Steven. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, EJ, blessings to you, man. I know that's a, that's a tough thing. We had a, a good conversation last week, and I, yeah. I really did encourage you. I, 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 w- I experienced, just as your friend, I, I sensed there's just you got a lot of uh, a lot of things spinning and yeah. uh, and you know sometimes there's those seasons when it's the right time to do it. I hate to always hate to say goodbye, but uh, but it is a good bye. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's mm-hmm. the right kind of thing. So again, sometimes God calls us in, sometimes God calls us out. I'm the the perennial guy. I'm the guy that's been here like 23 years, so <laughs> I'm not good at leaving. But uh, but I I do know that there is a, there is a right time to yeah. to do those mm-hmm. things. And one day when the Lord calls me on. Um, I'm taking you all with me. So, <laughs> but, uh, Notre Dame Church. That's right. That's right. We're going. We're setting up this summer. Come, come and see us. Uh, but now, love you guys. Uh, wherever your journey takes you out there in the Notre God Squad, whether it's big steps, small steps, something uh, across the the world, or just around the corner, we pray that you would stay Christ-centered and uh, and stay nerdy. My name is Tony T for the Notre Godcast. Steve O Supremo. Goodbye. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Your boy, official Ness. Goodbye, everybody. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I called dibs on EJC. <laughs> <laughs> it's still warm, Neff. <laughs> Liz Marie gets to sit next to me, okay? The incomparable Liz Marie. Uh, thank you guys for having me tonight. We appreciate it. We hope, we hope that you come back. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank Goodbye. You. Goodbye. That's, that's her way Bye. of saying she's not coming back. Thank you for having okay, me. Okay, it was a good time. I'm on my journey, too. Thank you for having <laughs> me. one time. It's no. been real, you guys. No. Thank you for letting me join the team. Don't call me again. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Nick Sadler. Goodbye. And my heart, the my muse, my inspiration, the very rock that I stand upon, Jessica Manchester. See you later. We love you guys. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't stay here. In, in Espanol, please. Pero no nos podemos quedar aquí. <laughs> Gracias. I was going to say Ah, uh, do you know it's guacamole day? Yep. I didn't know that until EJ Free told me. Free guacamole. Really